Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. What about Aub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get to pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming, too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of pirate radio live clip rock here with you inside the pirate radio studios coming to you today on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 also online pr927 fm.com and watch the show and chime in on facebook live and youtube you can find us there make sure you like us and follow us on pirate radio on facebook and subscribe to pirate radio tv on youtube all of our videos available there like this program, we got a ton of East Carolina baseball content still up there, including our interview with Cliff Godwin from yesterday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. If you'd like to check that out or our chat with Amanda Houston, got the uh, ladies clinic coming up this Friday. We talked about that with Amanda Houston and Jenny Shelton on Monday's show. It's all available there for you on YouTube. Uh, we've got a big show on tap for today. We will talk some Woody's baseball and some ECU baseball with Brian Hanks. If uh, you were out at Clark LeClaire and uh, my voice wasn't coming through the speakers, it was the voice of Brian Hanks. So he saw a lot of ECU baseball, including a lot of postseason. We'll recap uh, the season with Brian and talk some area baseball with Mr. Hanks, the dude, coming up at 4 o'clock. At 425, we will start our opponent previews for 2022 the 2022 ecu football season and we will talk to harry minium from old dominion we talked to harry years ago he was with the virginian pilot at the time now he works for the university he is their senior executive writer at old dominion for their athletics so we'll get a uh, off-season update for the monarchs and talk about what kind of team they're going to be bringing to greenville in september and uh, we'll kick those off today and uh, planning to hook up with uh, someone from each and every team, and uh, including Chris Haymeyer from Campbell and also Pete Medhurst from Navy. And uh, Gary Hahn has not answered my, my email request yet. And uh, Gary, I'm just wondering what's going Touchdown on with Touchdown State! <laughs> Gary, uh, you checked your email lately? Nah, we haven't gotten into my email yet. Check your, uh, your 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 account if you could. Just go down to Tony. He'll talk to you. <laughs> I might have to go down to Tony if Gary doesn't respond. Go down to Tony. We'll go to Tony, and uh, and then we'll work our way uh, from there. Or you could just go across the glass and get a preview of the Wolfpack. If, it, if worse comes to worse, you'll be doing our state preview over there, Gary. That, that sounds all right. All right. You know their quarterback, at least. Devin Leary. That's right. And Touchdown, State! Thank you, Gary. <laughs> all right, so we'll talk to Harry Minium coming up later on in today's program, talk some Old Dominion football. Weird year for them last year. Started like 1-6 and six and then went on a winning streak, got to a bowl game, ended up losing to American uh, foe Tulsa in their bowl game. So we'll talk uh, some ODU football hour two. We'll talk some Pirate football and Big Rock and more with Bryce Williams coming up in hour three Dang. of today's show. He'll join us. We've got to play the five-second game with Wes Hines while he's here. So we'll definitely play some five-second game with Bryce. Five-second game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've heard this. How quick is your brain, Wes? 
Not too quick. All right. Well, you're perfect. <laughs> You'll be great for the game. We'll uh, we'll set it up and play it in hour number three when Bryce is here. Okay. So uh, that'll be fun. All right. Uh, Wes is here. Chain Man's here. And Ellerby is here to my left. Hello, Jonathan. What's up, Clipper? How are you? Nah, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Just great. Got day baseball on. I'm on Pirate Radio Live with Clip Rock, Wes Hines, Chandler, impersonations. Day baseball. This will be the thing in, on Earth. second College World Series game I've watched. The first one Chandler wanted me to turn on one day last week. It was the very first day. Are you boycotting? I wouldn't say I'm boycotting. I'm just not. I'm. I'm not interested. What just? I mean, what else are you watching? Uh, a lot of different stuff. You you're not watching sports right now. I'm kind of. I watch. I'm following the Braves. They beat the Giants last are night. Are you following or watching the Braves? A little bit of both. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of detoxing on sports a little bit right now. I mean, two years ago, you were able to detox a lot on sports. That's right. I, you know what I'm doing? I'm taking it for granted. You are. I, I'm admitting it, but. You know what? Football will be here in the fall. And if it's not, I'll be sad. <laughs> and then, and then you, you'll be regretting the day that you'll think day baseball is one of the greatest things of all time. You're right. You're right, LRB. Uh Y'all saw some day baseball over the weekend. I did. Uh, saw a – actually, we went to Baltimore, saw a Friday night Orioles one nothing win, a very clean baseball game. And then Saturday saw a uh, day baseball game at 4 o'clock. An exciting seven to six game that the Orioles would have won because they would have hit two home runs into left field if they wouldn't have moved the oh, fence back. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Randy Arozarena, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, is uh, it was playing left field. Postseason w- star for the Rays. Yeah, he would have been uh, eight rows deep when he caught uh, two of the balls hit deep by the Orioles that day. So, but beautiful Camden Yards, beautiful weather, and uh, just an awesome trip. Also, was able to uh, see a free concert. LRB learned a lot of new names uh, this weekend. He learned Randy Rosarino. I knew that from last year because I went to the playoff game. I saw him still, still home plate. And he also learned Flo Rida. Flo Rida. I knew who <laughs> Flo Rida was. I just didn't realize that. I thought he was more of a one-hit wonder dude, but he was able to reel off a bunch. All right, let's let's name him. He's got Welcome to My House, which is I don't know if I can name really the Really annoying. The one from The Hangover. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You, you know, You Spin My Head. Oh, right round when you're going down. Yeah. So um, they got the Apple Bottoms jeans one. Oh, yeah. Boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. Um, Yeah, you may have to Google them because I don't know the names of them, but if you started playing them. You're right. right He is more than a one-hit wonder. No, I mean, he is is a... a big time recording artist and it was right. i had no idea that they, they they i'd heard about the friday night concert series and then when we uh ran into uh, we have a partnership with the baltimore orioles and we ran into our, our friends up there that are with the orioles they're like hey uh let us get you guys some wristbands and y'all can go y'all can be on the field and uh, see flow rider and i was like oh well that would be cool you know so i was like uh i mean i, I as i said i thought he might have for a minute yeah Troy said yesterday he didn't want you to tell too much of this story. He wants it to be his for Thursday. Yes. So well, see, Troy's going to make it sound like it was a Make-A-Wish trip for me, and that he got me on the field, <laughs> and that he introduced me to Flo Rider, okay. and that it, that it, that it made. And I was able to get Jonathan on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Troy's going to act like you know, like he like introduced me to like Flo Rider, yeah. and, and like see, Jonathan really wanted to see Flo Rider, and so it, I got him. And it changed my life. Is, 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 is that, that's going to be the story Troy's going to tell. That'll be Thursday. Except that's going to take the whole 5 o'clock hour. Robert is asking, did Troy touch Flo Rida? No. 
Troy, Troy, so but Florida touched your phone. Yeah. So at the end of the concert, he was up there signing shoes or whatever else. People were throwing up on the stage to get him to sign or do whatever. And Troy's like, "Give him your phone," because you know Troy's not gonna part with his phone. You know, I mean that's like that's like giving his arm away. So I was like, I don't really care. You know, I mean what what's what what really could go wrong? You know, you're handing your phone to a rapper. I went ahead and got it on the, you know, uh, on the video. And so he grabbed my phone and did like a six or. 10 second selfie and uh, said what up Baltimore and you could see uh, me and uh, the whack pack I was with Troy D and the kids in the background with a bunch of other kids having but, a ball but, but it, I mean that was kind of a, a really cool experience so I, honestly the, the real cool part was at first just walking on the on the field yeah and then the concert was literally it was like being at a free boot friday with flow rider here's troy he can't see he, ha, he, he couldn't, couldn't even wait till he, thursday he, he couldn't resist himself <laughs> he, he's, he, he, he considers this his story he can't he's probably in the middle of a sales call <laughs> and probably like set his alarm or he, he, he was probably supposed to pick up his kids right now and told him he'd be there in 30 minutes but uh so we we, we got on the field and the concert was i mean it, we were really really close and there was a i mean it, it was awesome you I mean, can't let ellie be just tell his side of the story no, he got the story out and i will say what he said there wasn't anything wrong about it it was a little sugar-coated i was just going to give the real story <laughs> oh boy oh gosh <laughs> how it how he got florida got the phone and all that stuff so Jonathan, why would you lie to me Jonathan? he didn't lie to you he didn't lie he did hand him the phone i was just going to give you a little more of the background that wasn't shared there's a little more detail i guess I is it say. interesting he didn't say a single lie everything he told you was true right. why are you screaming 100 percent. i don't know i don't know okay. was, this is my normal Zipper talking down, voice i have resting loud voice there's not a train or flow rider playing in this room right now you know just calm down i'm like I'm, my earphones I'm are already way down i'm just talking i think it's because my headphones are so low can you turn my headphones up all right is that yeah oh, that's better. can you okay. hear yourself oh, yeah, yeah. now now that's better all right now all right. i think that's why so who's the deaf person that sat in this chair it doesn't matter all right anyway sorry so Here's the deal. John was right. We uh, we met with the Orioles folks, and they said, "Hey, look, you know, would y'all like to go to the concert? You know, Flo." I was like, "Hell yeah!" At the time, John didn't really know who Flo Rida was. And he's like, he was. he's like, yeah, I don't care. I don't know any of the songs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't, you know, what? I'm like, man, we got to stay for this during the baseball game, which is a, it's a baseball game. It's America. Jonathan enjoyed a few cold ones, you know, IPAs. Okay. So he got got a little hard you know, stuff. No, it was but it was good. Like so he got he had a few in you know enjoying well, here, himself. Let's let's tell the full so, story. So, so let's tell the first story oh, first. You know, we were staying right behind the stadium, so I didn't have to drive anywhere, which Correct. was nice. Absolutely. And, and me and no. Troy split up the driving all the way to Baltimore. He drove to my house and I drove the other <laughs> <car>. <laughs> So maybe I was a little stressed. I'll, I'll take it from here. Yeah, yeah. So That's true. It we just split it up. We just heard a story last week about when uh, when Stacy came. King was asked about uh, Michael Jordan's 69-point oh, yeah. performance, and, he, and his quote was... Well, he, he also scored in the game. Can I finish the oh, story? Sorry. He, he was going to say, we'll always remember the night that me and Jordan sh- split 70 points. It was kind of what me and Troy did on yeah. the drive to Baltimore. We had a combined you know? drive. So I drove the four 14-year-olds, I mean, Troy and the three kids, <laughs> up to Baltimore. So yes, I did right. I did consume a few beverages. Yeah, at which is fine. And we were literally, you know, the the... Hilton is as close to UBE as to our studio here. I mean, it is a good setup, so it's gotcha. perfect for that. But anyway, so at the beginning, he wasn't really excited about Flo Rida. Let me just say that. It comes time to go down, and 
He was a willing participant. He was willing to give it a try, but I could tell he wasn't that excited about it. The kids didn't really, at first, you know, they weren't that into it. You know, they were like, yeah, yeah, all right, we'll go, whatever. Um, This guy comes out, and first of all, this guy gives a Super Bowl halftime type performance. I mean, he He didn't phone it in. No, he he did not. First of all, it was like a full hour. I thought it was going to be like three songs and gone. The dude put on a legitimate concert. The only thing different is at a normal concert, they usually only play an hour. You just have an opening act. The opening act in this case was the Orioles game. That was the opening act. This guy puts on a full concert. The production value is incredible. We're on the freaking field for Orioles fans. This is you know sacred ground that we're on. Cal Ripken. Yes. And uh, I mean, he is just bringing it. So we're about three songs deep. And I look back at Ellerby and I see him like record videoing. Like as usual, usually he doesn't record anything or take pictures of anything, you know, unless it's strictly for you know pirate radio stuff. I'm like, he, he's got a big smile on his face. I said, "Is everything all right?" He said, "All right, yeah, this is the best concert I've ever been to." I'm like, "Hell yeah, all right." Now we're talking. So I got I got big Ellerby behind me, like just you know all excited i got little lrb in front of me non-stop jumping up and down hands in the air all right constantly recording the whole thing i don't know what he did with all the video he's got he's got more video than espn has of the college world series it's incredible he was going full throttle he ended up taking off his shoe trying to have flo rida sign his uh sneaker which came <laughs> close so at the end we decided. I mean, it was everything. Clip. We had a. There was a fight. The guys were taken out. I mean, it was. It was wild. It was a cool scene. The whole shebang. But at the end. But don't forget about someone throwing up on the infield. Someone threw up on the. Oh yeah, you had everything. I what mean, a party. Was, yeah. Like they should have a lifetime ban from the Orioles if you throw up on the infield, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But at the end, he started like greeting fans, like almost like a rope line, if you will. I said, John, let's go to the very. Let's go wide. Let's go all the way to end. I bet you'll work all the way down. Let's get right up front. I said, let's get a picture. You know, give we give him your phone because he was right. I didn't want to give my phone, and I knew Jonathan wouldn't care. So Jonathan's holding up his phone the whole time, and we're pushing ourselves, and we got all the way up to the very front. So he's coming down to the very end, and we're like at the corner. We're like, and I I'm as close to Flow Rider as I am to you, Clip. And I yell at him. I'm like. Flow, Flow Rider. I said, and I pointed at Jonathan. You changed this man's life. He's never been to a concert before, and he loves it. He's changed his life. Has been changed. Make a wish. And he looks at me. He hears it, and he grabs Jonathan's phone. And I thought he went to take a picture. He does a damn video. This is my my friend, Little Jonathan. Yeah, first concert. This is the true Little John. Yeah, with Death Troy, who's yelling at everybody. So, but that's why we ended up getting Whoa. the phone i said but we had a plan i said yeah i'll get his attention you just hold the phone up great teamwork good work and it worked it was yeah. part, it was exactly how we drew the play up it was a hail mary and it connected and sometimes hail mary's work clip rock what a story what about a story there you have it <laughs> and we were like but we were all jacked i mean it was one of the best concerts i agree so I've when did y'all know to. this was happening like uh, while you were at the game about, yeah we were uh, all an hour and a half before the game we were at batting yeah. practice and our guy came down to uh talk with us and i we i didn't even know there was a concert honestly i think you did but you didn't know who was playing and then i it, until he told us i was like yeah, that'd be cool. And you're like, yeah, that's all right. That's, I was, that's I, no, when he told when he said Flo Rida, oh, that guy will put on a good show. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, and I told Jonathan, I said, you yeah. won't know the names of his songs, but you'll know just about every and song. And Troy doesn't know the names of his songs. But uh, you know every song. <laughs> was I right? You so, recognized a lot of the songs. So what's the difference? 
I didn't say there's a difference. And you're right. He's, he's not. But he, I know, like, I knew the songs. I before. did too. I heard of his music before. There's no difference. I could have named Apple All right, Bottom let's Jean. start the Flow Rider quiz. Let's see who <laughs> right knows now. Who's Troy to name the title. Apple Bottom Jeans. That's, is that the title of the song? Apple Bottom not. Jeans. No. It's I believe not? it is called Low. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, see? Wow. You don't know I, the names like of the songs, but you'll like, like every song. Oh, my right. God. This is my jam. That's um, a good one. Wild Ones is a good one. Oh, damn. Hey, this I heard you jam. were a wild one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wild, and that, oh, this was a funny part. <laughs> he goes, we, he was getting ready to do Wild Ones. He goes, all right, we're going to bring some Wild Ones up on the stage now. And before they had brought like some girls that you would imagine, like, you know, look like that would be at Doggy Jams up on the stage. Yeah. So this is before Wild Ones. He goes, we're going to bring the Wild Ones up. Out comes a six-year-old girl, a 12-year-old girl, and their mom. Hey, the, the, guy, the family. The guy next to Tyler, my son, goes, Oh, they really brought the wild ones out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, Flow Rider, how old But he appealed that. He, he brought guys out, he brought girls out. This guy appeals. He's 42. Yeah. But from young to old, black to white, doesn't matter, male, female, everybody loves this guy. This guy was like the Santa Claus of the rap world. Everybody loves him. And he was bearing gifts. Yeah. And he, he, was tasked, he tossed out autographed jerseys. He tossed out shirts. I mean, he was tossing out stuff all over the place, taking pictures of fans, taking videos, signing stuff. Great. Uh, look, great ambassador. So fair to say, LRB, you're a flow rider fan for life? Well, honestly, it changed Troy's life more than it did anybody. <laughs> you know, he's... Uh, honestly, I want to get him here in Greenville. Doggy jams. I, I'm working with some folks, or Pirate Fest, yeah. to get him here in Greenville. Pirate Radio par, uh, kickoff party? <laughs> well, <laughs> move over, Breakfast Club. We have a... Hey, flow. <laughs> flow. Flow, uh, you remember us? Dude, dude puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, hey, you remember us? You remember little Johnny? We, we had a moment. You touched my friend's phone. Yes. That counts as an almost touch. Yeah. Standard data rates apply. <laughs> All right, the story of Flo Rida. So Who oh, God, it was great, though. That dude's awesome. If you ever get a chance to go see his concert, I highly recommend it. Awesome. And this is from two middle-aged white guys saying this. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, the other cool thing is uh, we got to see Sean Armstrong before oh, the yeah. game. And uh, super nice guy. Now with the Rays, last time we were up there he was with the o's but uh sean's been uh, pumping some iron he, he was beef he was jacked and he came in saturday and pitched a uh, perfect uh, one two three seventh inning so uh it was cool to see former east carolina baseball player uh, doing good things and he's got a lot of other stuff he's got a, a nice business up in the triangle area yeah. where he uh trains yeah athletes and pitchers and stuff so uh he, he's uh he's, he's a smart smart guy representing the university very well clip just to tell you how good a shape this guy was in he's like a t- taller bryson Worrell. That's how good a shape this guy's in. Did you ask to see him with his shirt off? I, not this time. <laughs> okay. But I did touch his ball. He gave us a ball, oh, autographed oh. ball. Jeez. I thought that was nice. That is nice. I'm bringing it to the studio clip, and I'm going to let you touch it, Wes. Is it autographed? Yes. All right. It's an autographed ball. Get your mind out of the gutter, Wes. Sicko. It's a family show. I know. Stay tuned for Troy's documentary, The Summer Boys of Summer. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, now I kind of want to see that documentary. <laughs> Starts with a long ride to Balmer and yeah. Flo yeah. Rod but he did, there. No, Sean Armstrong. Sean Armstrong there. did look jacked. I don't know what type of creatine he's taking or whatever, but he is definitely Oh, well, we don't want him to get tested or anything. Well, I, I, I thought that's legal. Okay. Creatine. Right. Certain creatine is. It's all but, natural. Yeah. But I'm just saying, he is definitely in shape. Good. Good to hear. And uh, pitching for a very good three up, three uh, down. team. He played Saturday. 
Yeah, that was yeah. actually won that series. They did. They, they did. Yeah. Yeah. winning on Baltimore. Sunday. They, uh, as I said, they would have won on Saturday if they hadn't moved the left field fence back. Was that like noticeable at the yes. yards? Yeah. It, it, was yeah. it like weird? No. Well, 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 well let's tell the truth. If story. you didn't know, you wouldn't know where it was because I said, "Where? Well, did, where did they move it back?" Because I was which looking was, for it. Was it. pretty obvious which which fence they. But moved then back. once you look, you can kind of tell. But it blends in. I mean, they, they, it's not like. Uh, crazy weird and then about in the third inning on saturday troy's like you know baseball games are really long <laughs> well when you only go to two a year troy <laughs> and it, see this was oh, his first regular season game he doesn't go to he only goes to postseason I, I games. Had seven postseason games i've done in the last two weeks i did two orioles games i've done about 15 tyler dreyfus baseball games for babe ruth here locally i have attended a number of little league games including the the uh championship last night for the tar heel division you're like the john 316 I, guy yeah. you're at every i game. have been at all over baseball i'm <laughs> telling you after wednesday i need a little baseball detox it is i'm glad we didn't bring this up yesterday and cliff godwin found out you went to an o's regular season game and no ecu regular season games that would have been <laughs> that would have been bad for you <laughs> but uh that's par for the course great interview though yesterday yeah. with uh with cliff godwin. i did yeah. i did enjoy that i thought Cliff was, uh, you know, very talkative, very honest, uh, yeah. very relaxed. Uh, just, you know, just being not so far removed from from the end of the season and uh, dropped a lot of nuggets. You guys did a great job uh, uh, pulling stuff out of him, but uh, he was certainly a lot of fun. And uh, if you missed it, you should definitely go back and uh, podcast it or watch it on YouTube. Went the full hour, too, guys. I, I thought, you know, hey, look, if we go 30 minutes with Cliff, this will be fantastic. And for to go the full 60 minutes, I thought it was impressive. Check it out uh, from yesterday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Today, we're going to start to dive into our opponent previews. We're going to talk to Harry Minium. We talked to him years ago from Old Dominion, Troy D., if you recall. I do. I just, Why are you laughing? His brother Kondo. <laughs> Golly. You know, Father's Day was Sunday. I did some dad jokes yesterday. <laughs> that was an A1A dad that joke. That was pretty right good. There. That Thank was you. good. Kondo Minium uh, will there not be joining us, but Harry will. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk Old Dominion football. <laughs> you're not, now, when you talk to him, you're not going to be able to get that I thought Troy was going to be like, oh, yeah, Harry, yeah, I remember him. And he was just cooking that joke no, the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fair enough, though. It yeah. was good. Uh, ODU last year got off to a terrible start. They didn't have a, a FBS win until October 30th, almost November. But then they reeled off five in a row, ended up going to a bowl game. So. We'll get to know ODU. Can't the old t- can't take them lightly. No, stuff, can't overlook so. anybody. Uh, that was one of Mike Houston's like first. I don't even know if it was a good win, but it was a road win. Remember that? Yeah, a couple it was years a tough ago? game. Yeah, a tough where like against a, a real opponent on the ro- on the road, and we were like, okay, maybe. Yeah, got I remember watching here. that. Who's the head coach of at Old Dominion now? Because I know they Ricky they, Rain. They replaced there a long time. Bobby that, Wilder. That started the, yeah. up there. So, Sounds yeah. like a professional wrestler. Ricky Rain. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Roman. Roman's his brother. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's there right. You go. Uh, November's his cousin. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Hey. These jokes are contagious. Holy cow. People are cutting off the radio <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, get in on the action, Wes. Ellerby, what time do you need to get out of here? Uh, I'm good. You need to take a break. Let's take a break because I have to ask you for the final time. You'll be our, our, our final contestant on your favorite all-time ECU quarterback your uh 
most underrated quarterback, all the quarterback questions, because tomorrow we're going to start talking running backs with Igo. Yeah, and there's no wrong answers in this unless you don't answer Jeff Blake. Unless Troy's judging, and then there is a wrong <laughs> well, answer. Well, what I'll do, I'll just let Troy answer for me. You know, it just seems to be the mo- best thing to no, do. No, LRV, I want you to answer, and then Troy, you give him his real answer. Okay. Like the real LRV. That's fair. That's fair. Like we did for the trip. 91 Peach Bowl. <laughs> 91 Peach Bowl. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 56,000 followers today at PR927FM. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All righty, the SEC Invitational rolls on in Omaha. Texas A&M leading Notre Dame 3-0 right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. And coming up, thank you, coming up tonight, Arkansas and Auburn in an elimination game. Oklahoma and Ole Miss await today's winners coming up on Wednesday. So, it is SEC heavy. It was when it started, and it still is with all four SEC teams still alive. One will be eliminated coming up tonight. Yes, and uh, is Notre Dame identifying as an SEC school now? Might they, as well. You know, they're, they're just they're in there, and it'll be interesting what happens if Notre Dame falls. If Link Jarrett will go to Florida State, or what the future? Except that, that that's still lingering out there as well. So a lot, lot of interesting storylines. I know you're not interested in the College World Series, and Troy's done with baseball for the year. Wednesday so, after Wednesday after Wednesday. Yeah. We got Tyler has one more game. One more one more game. Yeah. So uh, then then you're calling it calling it a career for for baseball this year. But uh, the the college baseball World Series has, has been a lot of fun. And the one cool thing so far, I believe, is. Uh, Every time I've turned it on, it's been on. They had not had any weather issues, which sometimes That's out true. in Omaha, they have had some weather issues. It has gone on as scheduled to this point. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's been fun, LRB. It's just the wound is too fresh for me. I do kind of – i, I got to admit, I haven't been paying attention to uh, Notre Dame baseball until, like, they got to Omaha. But the chrome helmets that they wear matching the football helmets are kind of cool, how they do those. Yeah, when they get chipped, though, it looks a little – I don't know. His is uh, a little dinged up or whatever, but yeah. All right, fair enough. Ellerby, let's yes. talk. Uh, let's talk pirate football. Let's do it as we move away from baseball. And uh, what are we seven forty seventy four days away? Sounds right. I only do uh, get updates back on Thursday. That truck. Up. Wes will be backing Sorry. it up on Wes Thursday. Wes will be backing that. Fat yeah, truck save it for five o'clock Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. We'll do it. <clears throat> and uh, so Igo and I have begun our position previews. We'll talk running backs coming up on wednesday which is uh, a pretty packed room with two very household names at this point for pirate fans keaton mitchell raji harris but also you've got uh, some new players coming in you've got pop mckay who maybe uh could take that next step so it looks like a really really good room on the offensive side of the ball but also we'll talk about our favorites of the past so lrb before we get there 
let's uh tie a bow on our quarterback discussion from a week ago we got troy's favorites everybody else's favorites let's hear yours first of all your all-time favorite ecu quarterback shane carden all right the captain yes he i think he put up some incredible points and some incredible victories during his career and uh the 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 tattoo moments in chapel hill and virginia tech i mean to me that that was some of the most fun recent times that uh, i can remember in in pirate football that that 70 point day in dowdy ficklin stadium still just always epic and uh, the ecu chance in chapel hill and raleigh so that that to me I, i just think Lincoln Riley and, and Shane Carden really, really and Justin Hardy and they just they just had a really fun offense to watch. It was, it was fun between Shane and Holden. We did not have a quarterback that really played a lot. Was a consistent starter. Uh, it was kind of in and out. And and we we had that with Shane who came in 2012 towards the beginning of the year and then was a full starter for the next two years. Yeah. What was a Rio Rio Johnson? Johnson. Johnson beat him out, and then I think Shane came in in the second half against South Carolina. I mean, yeah. so he kind of had that underdog story <clears throat> yeah. of no one really wanted him in college. Yeah. You know, he came to Texas. East Carolina. He's a cla- kind of like Justin Hardy walk on, just kind of one of those just classic pirate stories and uh, a guy that loved this program and uh, just was just just awesome. Just the consistency of him was just really fun. All right, who's the most underrated East Carolina quarterback? I- I'm going to go with this cuz this was when I was in school and I'm going to say Dan Gonzalez. Hmm. You know, Marcus Crandall got hurt and he was always just that that backup that was on the sideline. He was a super smart guy. He was always known as like the guy I think that got like a 4.0 uh, as the backup quarterback. I don't know where he is today, but but when he came it's in, probably had, like a doctor or something. When he had to come in and finish the season when when Marcus got hurt, I mean, I just think he was kind of underappreciated that he was there to continue that season where the Pirates went eight and three, and uh, Larry Shannon was able to have that moment in uh, Charlotte with uh danny gonzalez i i just think i think that he was very he's probably overlooked and underappreciated we were trying to remember and we looked at the numbers do we think did he go into a season as a starter the next year okay so he he had one full season yeah he got one year it was the year we went five and six that was my senior year in 97 and uh he he did have some few of the pieces left but a lot of that 96 team had left but uh and he passed the baton to gerard Yes, then I believe Gerard came in and in, in yeah. 90, Gerard and Austin came Richard in. Richard Austin. Yeah, Richard Austin came in uh, the, the next few years. But I, I just think Danny Gonzalez, uh, he, he waited his time patiently and uh, filled in nicely for uh, Marcus when he got hurt. And I, I would say he was probably the most underappreciated, overlooked quarterback, if you think about it. And, and it stands out to me because that was my last couple of years at East Carolina. How about uh, a, f- a favorite play involving an ECU quarterback? Does one particular one come to mind? A favorite play? Um, Pass is caught. Fisher will score. Yeah, I mean, th- that one's that one's always going to be legendary. Um I, I do I do agree. I heard I think you were talking to Morgan about it. I mean, Holton's first touchdown run against UNC. I don't know. I guess that was kind of his first, you know, that was a cool play. I, I always say when Shane Carden flashes the tattoo. Yeah. I mean, he, when he won at Virginia Tech after we were up 21 nothing, I think, and then they came back and then he ended up going in and, and winning. Um it doesn't there's not I'm trying to think of one that really just stands out. Um you know, the Hail Mary was fun with uh, any Davis you, to Jones. Yeah. I mean, that was always. And, and Dominic Davis could be an underappreciated quarterback, too. But uh, 
I can't really think of one. That, I mean, obviously the the Jeff Blake to to Luke Fisher is is. I mean, any of the Jeff Jeff Blake threw the prettiest deep ball of of any quarterback I've ever seen, and uh, him he could throw that fade to Clayton Driver in, in the end zone, and yeah. and they they I mean they were like peanut butter and jelly. I mean it was just I mean it would go up and somehow it would just land right there, and I think Jeff recreated that success with Carl Pickens yeah. in Cincinnati. Darnay Scott, yeah. So I mean he, Blake threw a pretty pretty deep ball but uh i can't really think of really i mean i kind of rattled off the ones that i thought of right there but uh, nothing nothing off the top of my head how about the best performance by an opposing qb against east carolina that you witnessed live and in person Hmm, the best performance i mean there's been uh i think i heard you and i agree when when daniel evans came in because it was like so it was like shocking almost yeah i mean it's like we're playing against the fifth string wolfpack quarterback and he the announcer's boy yeah he's like a triplet too i mean i I just knew him from his story from raleigh and and growing up he's a a lot younger than me but um I, i would say that was just a just a surprise i came to a ton of games in the 80s and uh, I probably saw Brett Favre and, and a lot, but I didn't pay much attention because I was probably playing tackle football underneath the uh, yellow scoreboard. But uh, I mean that that Daniel Evans game because that was a game that was one of those the, the ECU NC State series is weird because there were games that like you're like oh well this is the year the Pirates are going to whip up on the Wolfpack and then. The, the underdog won a lot of games in that stretch. That there. heartbreaker in Raleigh when yeah. we couldn't get in in overtime that that really hurt. And then um, you know the Magazoo interception against Russell Wilson. Um, so that, that I would say, I mean that that kind of stands out to me just because uh, of of who Daniel Evans was. I mean he was just real. I mean you kind of wonder would he be on the team if Johnny Evans wasn't who he was at NC State. I know it'd be like Kevin Monroe's kid just being on the team because his dad's kevin Monroe, the color analyst and then we put him in and he throws for 350 yards so all right thank you for participating ellery yeah. troy how'd he do i, I thought he did good okay. actually that's great well, a lot of his answers were answers i gave you I, I agree with the danny gonzalez answer that was the same one i gave you as far as underappreciated quarterbacks yeah and look shane carden's a great pick I told you he's my second favorite quarterback until pending until this season when Holton runs the table. So is Holton's currently number three? No, I'd say, well, I don't know. I, I, well, if Jeff's number one and Shane's number two. Jeff, no, I said Jeff is number one. I'll probably put Holton number two, Shane three right now. But I am willing to do he, a deal. If Holton runs the table this year. The and, rankings fluctuate. And we go bit. undefeated, I will immediately bounce Jeff Blake to the number two position and elevate Holton as my all-time favorite quarterback. What if they go 11-1? and one? What if they lose the state game and then run the table? It's still on the table. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm willing to consider that. All right. Yeah. Have you Holton ever... Stock, there's a lot of upside still to Holton. Uh, let me revisit this one real quick. What's, uh, what's bigger for ECU, the Peach Bowl against NC State or hosting a Super Regional against Texas? Don't, don't put me in that position. <laughs> Why can't like you this? just say no, the Super no, I Regional? I can't answer this question. Oh, my goodness gracious. Don't make me do it. All right. You don't want to hear my answer. Uh, well, Bri- I tell you what, while we're grading answers, Bryce Williams, I don't think he likes your uh, your answer. Which one? Holton over Shane. That's because he's too uh, attached to Shane. Okay. That's his guy. I'll let y'all argue this out yeah. at another point. It's, it's well documented. Troy doesn't like Shane Carton anymore. <laughs> I think, too, you have to judge by the body of work. So let's give Holton another year and then have this discussion. Cur- currently, based on the body of work, who's who's your number two quarterback? You're going you're still sticking with Holton. 
currently i don't know well, see i'm biased because i like holton as a person i wish we had a graphic so and you chandler do, would have to keep I, updating I, the rankings <laughs> so much like bryce williams so you don't like so you don't like shane, shane, like a, shane no shane's you a don't like shane as a person i love shane i uh, think shane's one of my all-time favorite Troy's quarterbacks rankings right now is like a nascar <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah it's really too forth. close to call at this point it's just proof it's hard to kiss this many yeah. butts a lot of butts yeah yeah a lot of butts to kiss yeah hey bryce just wait until he gives his tight end rankings can we go ahead and do can we I mean, we can do it now uh, is, Bryce is is Bryce, like, how about this is Bryce, Bryce in your top five I'd put Bryce in my top five yes <laughs> he's in the top five but sorry you're not better than Luke Fisher alright not just better a, than is, is Bryce Troy, number name two name five ECU tight ends <laughs> Luke Fisher Bryce Williams Carl Lester Crumpler Jr. which I would put as number probably number two because he was my guy yeah. we went to school together we're friends so you're too close Carl to the situation Lester Crumpler was a running back running right. back i just want to make sure you guys knew that. <laughs> yeah. not to be confused with his yeah. father so uh, crump, uh, crump jr the girl you dated in the sophomore year and uh, bryce williams Algie there's, Crumpler. there's your five yeah uh devon drew no, hey, look let's not get into time yeah let's we'll save uh, that for another uh, favorite uh, position no, let's, talk. let's not a couple weeks down the road yes let's give yeah. troy more time not to prepare <laughs> all right there you go all right well, thank gentlemen. you for listening bryce williams yeah he'll, he'll be here in the five o'clock hour dang uh, should we even ask him his favorite quarterback? It's sure. Shane. Let's we'll yeah. see what else he has to say. Yeah, uh, hey, you sh- he should have to answer the questions with uh, people he didn't play with. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Bryce, there's your homework. Get that ready. It takes him a while to come up with stuff, so you got an hour and 20 minutes, Bryce, to start thinking and about did it. We need to get Tony Collins in here, too. Yeah. Because he'd have some different answers. Did he fish in the tournament? He did not. He did not. Okay. He's one of us now. He's the interviewer, Troy. Yeah, I know. He was great. Last week was was fantastic. Yeah. He's media. And plus, Ellerby's kind of overtaking him as our deep sea guy. Yeah, that's true. We've been been demoting. Yeah. Yeah. We got a new outdoors now. I mean, it's Pirate Radio Real Outdoors with me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's fake outdoors with Bryce. Bryce more looks the part. Yeah. And all he does is like save turtles and stuff now. (laughs) (laughs) He's not really hunting anymore. Uh, we'll play the five-second game with Bryce and Wes coming up in the 5 o'clock That'll hour, too. Class. That's going to be a lot of fun. Wes doesn't even know what the five-second game is. Nah. Sure We're going to spring it on. Oh, God. Man. We're spring it on. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think it'll That's be That's my right. prediction. Do all right. What? Uh, all right. So, uh, I don't know. You done, Ellerby? Did I do yeah. that yesterday? You Thank you for having me. Appreciate Thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, look forward to uh, the condominium talk coming up in the second half hour. Right. Harry Condominium. Harry Condominium will be yeah. joining us. If you can't remember how to pronounce his last name, it's actually a good tool there, Troy, because yeah. I messed it up earlier. Now I just got to think Condominium will join us. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it works. All right. Uh, Troy, we'll see you uh, Thursday see you unless Thursday. you need to break in and <laughs> interrupt somebody. Hey, I might bust in a segment tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> if I Who will it be? I go and I don't talk enough about the 91 yeah, running backs. I'm Troy coming in. in here. Yeah, he's not like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> so, so much, so much. Throw him an iced tea when he walks in. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Wrap up hour number one. Hour two. Brian Hanks will join us. Also, Harry Minium talk some ODU football. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to 
to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Are you an outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Coffee Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they need a They're in the need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and learn more. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All righty. Coming up Wednesday on the show, our buddy uh, P. Mace, Patrick Mason, will join us. Talk uh, MLB, football, whatever. Talk about whatever. His jeans. Uh, I hope he's doing all right. He just tweeted out, happy longest day of the year. Enjoy it before we march toward darkness and cold. It's very... Patrick Mason said that? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of emo. Good gosh. <laughs> Sounds like a My Chemical Romance lyric <laughs> from 2004. So I hope he's doing all right. It's kind of a dark uh, dark tweet there. Better uh, enjoy it, and then it's here comes darkness. Uh, Wes yes we did not plan this okay lift up that purple cup over there there is a uh, phone number underneath that cup i need you to dial that number right now i'm gonna do a little something here see if uh, we can get the person out Uh can we who is this person or is this we'll find out in a moment so put him live on when when it's ringing Hey, Mom. Hey. Hey, you're live on the air. Hey, everyone. <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can I, I need to ask you a favor, though. Sure. Could you not comment on Chandler or anyone else I work with Facebook and say that they're handsome? Could you just He's like... So cute. Could you just hit the like button? Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Miss Pam. Shut I appreciate up. it. Shut up. Cut his mic off. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. Could you just hit the like button from now on, please? Okay. No, 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 Thank no. Thank you. Not the like button. Give it a love. <laughs> no. No. You give me a love. No. I will. <laughs> just please, please don't do that anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't listen to him. Uh, thank you. Everything's fine. His, give me his phone number. <laughs> no! There we go! No! no. In right. fact, Wes, don't let him see my mom's phone number. Throw that away. Burn it right now. <laughs> don't let him see that. All right. That was crazy. Just wanted to get that out of the way. Mom, who's your favorite all-time ECU quarterback? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to say um, Houghton. <laughs> what really okay well, i mean that's I, fine i mean yeah that's your opinion funny. who's your favorite uh all-time redskins quarterback I like pinkney too you like patrick With, pinkney the most handsome one was gus Farrell. i know i know that's who you were gonna say but, he stunk uh, uh, me and dad hated gus and you liked him because he was <laughs> cute and it made us even more mad he was handsome. Yeah. So he ran into the wall that day. Well, you started saying the most handsome quarterback, and I thought to myself, well, I never played quarterback. 
<laughs> You're the most handsome long snapper, she knows. <laughs> there we go. I'll take that. Long snapper. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being a part of the show. Anytime. You just call me. All right. All right. Bye. Seamus Brock. Love you guys. Love All right. y'all. Bye. All right. Chandler, I had to take care of that. Wow. I can't believe you did that live on the air. Yep. Didn't tell her I was calling. Didn't tell Wes. All right. So, for the people that don't know what's going on right now. I got something to say to you, too. Stop posting thirst traps online. It was a picture of me in my cap and gown graduating from this university, from this institution. Complete thirst trap. <laughs> and, I mean, I get, I, I see that it said Pam Brock commented on your status. Status. And you know what? I actually had a feeling. I said, I guarantee you, she commented. She, she said something very nice. Not like loved it. I said, I guarantee she's saying how good I'm looking. And sure enough, Wes Hines, she said, <laughs> handsome Chan Man. Handsome. And I quote, handsome yeah. Chan Man. So I thought that was funny, <laughs> and I thought it was cute, and I screenshotted it, and I put it out on uh, on Twitter. And, and tagged like, me. I, and I had to let Clip Brock know that his mom was hitting on me and on what did And what did you say on Twitter? Mr. Still Your Mom. Yeah. I mean, that was... <laughs> The touchdown was one thing, but the dance, the celebration was a little much, yeah. I thought. Mm. All right. So, uh, just, uh, yeah, we had to take care of that. I think we're okay moving forward now. No, I think everything's fine. Everything is, uh, yeah. And I, you know what? I commend you for doing this live on Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> why, why is that? What do you I mean, it just it takes kahunas. Kahunas? It takes some. <laughs> <laughs> it takes some kahunes. <laughs> it takes some some you know some, right. you know big old kahunes. Moving along, the Aggies of Texas A and M up on Notre Dame five nothing in the bottom of the fifth on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Buck. And coming up later tonight, Arkansas and Auburn SEC all over the dang place. Uh, other news today that's not news: Rob Gronkowski retired again. So he'll be back in August. Yeah. Playing for Brady. I think if I had to bet right now, I'd say it's more likely he returns in August or early September and jumps back on the Bucks than it is he stays retired. Now, he'll probably – what is he going to do? He's going to have to be on TV doing something. Not as an analyst, but like more as he a – He was supposed to do that the first time he retired. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be. Could you imagine this guy on TV trying to like talk about football? He'd be more of like a Brad Terry Bradshaw type than a like Greg Olson type. I think I feel like no, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think people would take. I mean, of course, he would be great for TV because he's so entertaining. With you know, you never know what he's going to say. Uh, if I'm a producer or a director for one of those programs, I'm probably nervous if I have him on my show. But, I mean, he definitely will make it more interesting just because he's Rob Gronkowski. He's Mr. Party Guy. He might be too much of a... No one will ever be able to take this guy seriously. Yeah, he'd be too much of a goof-off for, like, the Fox, the whatever. But he'd be good on uh, one of those Manning cast-type things. Watch Doing along that type or, things. you know, Barstool. Do it. If yeah. Dave Portnoy can get a hold of him and do something with Barstool Sports. Yeah. I mean, something like that. I mean, I could definitely see him with doing stuff with, like, Dave Portnoy. Um, and then a Manning cast, which I think he might have been a part of. He was on one. One of those yeah. this past year. Uh, of course, he'll he'll do pretty good with that. 
Um, I see him more in a personality role at Barstool Sports than anything. Um, and I'm sure, you know, Portnoy is going to try his best to do that. All right. Another big name golfer is headed to the Live Tour. Brooksy. Brooks Kepka. So, you know, starting to starting to lose some really big time players now at first it was uh maybe an, an older guy here or there that had already had their pga tour career like a, a phil mickelson to go over there take a lot of money and play um now you're getting kepka and dustin johnson right DJ. so you know harold there's rumors about him he said he's not going but if everybody else goes and takes I that saw cash, an article where michael jordan like advised him not to go yeah I have to look it up. Maybe we posted about it. Does he it. lose the Jordan branding if he goes? If that's the case, I just stay in the PGA Tour and keep that Jordan money. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's paid handsomely as it is. I don't know how now much. He's more. already on the uptake of being in the PGA Tour anyway. Why yeah. not just stay there and, and continue that uh, that trend? Yeah, that positive trend. All right, so uh, there's a few news and notes here on this Tuesday. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk some baseball with Brian Hanks. You heard him, uh, PA, out at Clark LeClaire Stadium some this year. He's also at historic Granger Stadium. Uh, Mr. Dude, we'll talk to Brian when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Also, Harry Minium going to join us in Hour 2 to begin our opponent previews for 2022. We do it during the summer, get you ready for Pirate football. We'll talk Old Dominion Monarchs today right here on Pirate Radio Live. Bryce Williams coming up Hour 3. Whole lot to go, more to go after this. two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by first bank together with our customers we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive visit the first bank location on arlington boulevard in greenville for all your personal and business banking needs now back to the show all right welcome back to the program from sales to service greenville auto world has all your vehicle needs covered shop all their inventory now on at greenvilleautoworld.net if you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle greenville auto world has a full service and repair facility brakes oil changes tires inspections and they can repair any kind of vehicle greenville auto world across from speedway at bell's fork and on online at greenvilleautoworld.net thanks to tim sutton and jim robert rogers for their support of the program, Greenville Auto World. Uh, let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. We will talk some Old Dominion football coming up a little bit later on this hour as we begin our 2022 opponent previews. That'll be the Week 2 matchup for the Pirates this year at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Harry Minium going to join us in about 20 minutes or so. Bryce Williams in Hour 3. We got a giveaway and a lot more coming your way here on this Tuesday. Right now, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to the dude. He is well-known. He is Mr. Kinston, Mr. Lenore County, and you heard him uh, all season long at Clark LeClaire Stadium as well doing PA. He is Brian Hanks joining us here on the program today. Brian, how you doing, man? 
I am doing very, very good, my friend. Uh, thank you for having me on today. No doubt, and we got to do some cool stuff, uh, Brian, calling some postseason East Carolina baseball. Got to see them during the season, and then they uh, they go on that long winning streak, host a regional, win it, host a super regional. And uh, I can say for myself, Brian, it was a lot of fun and one of the coolest things I've ever done, and uh, you, you'll probably agree with that too, right? I absolutely will, man. I mean, I've done – PA for Kenston High School basketball, which has won what six state championships, and for uh, the Kenston Indians and the uh, Downey's Wood Ducks since they started here uh, back in 2017. But I'm not joking, dude. That that experience, and and on top of it, being able to do lacrosse and uh, softball too for ECU was a blast. But man, that game one of the Super Regional, uh, the 13 to seven Texas win. I'm telling you, Cliff, it was it was amazing, man. I mean, it's one of those things that I have a feeling. You know, I'm 53 now. I'm an old I'm an I'm an old fart now, man. But I'm telling you, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things. 20 years from now, I'm going to look back on, and it's going to be one of the coolest things I've ever done. And hopefully, there are more to come. And and you get to see some professional baseball night in night out at granger stadium but how about the the high level of baseball you're talking about that friday with the power hitters the texas brought in here with whirl with jacob jenkins coward jacob starling i mean those were some high level baseball games at clark leclerc stadium oh it absolutely was and i mean in a team that you know and you talked about a lot by the way i listen to you all the time anyway i hope you know that but i mean you know it's one of those things we talked about that you talked about that i talked about on my show that you know a month ago uh, six weeks ago, we had no idea in the world. We didn't even think they were going to make the NCAA tournament. And, or, you know, maybe if they did, they were going to be a four seed somewhere. Instead, they get to host a regional. They get the number eight overall seed, national seed. They get the super regional in Greenville, not in Kenton like it was back in 2001, but right there at Clark LeClaire. And just, uh, just an amazing atmosphere, dude. Uh, just, Goosebumps the whole time, and not just because I was sitting beside Casey Singer, but because of uh, the great baseball that was out there on the field, dude. It was awesome stuff. Brian Hanks joining us, host of the Brian Hanks Show. You can follow that on Twitter at Hanks Show as he joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk some Down East Wood Ducks in a moment uh, as the Woodies are home. But, Brian, uh, East Carolina now uh, in- enters this offseason season. You know, with some question marks and some answers, because we talked to Cliff Godwin yesterday on the show, and it's great to hear that the likes of Lane Hoover and Sailor and Mayhew and and those guys, uh, Carter Spivey, those guys will be back next year. Uh, hopefully, Zach Agnos returns as well. You've got a bevy of new talent coming in. So, Cliff Godwin, the coaching staff, uh, appears like they'll be back as well, and, and that's important too. So, you're, you're just excited for, for what the future holds. We talked about how special last year was. Let, let's, let's do it again uh, next year and the following year, right? I think absolutely. I mean, you're looking at a team that uh, basically has everybody coming back except for the guys that graduated in Ryder. And like you said, a very good recruiting class coming in, too. And if they make any sort of impact, I think that's what's going to be the difference, though, Cliff, is uh, let's see what this recruiting class that he's got coming in. Some uh, some very good talent, as he said on your show and as he said in other places, too, that is uh, coming in for the 23 season. And here is what I think is what's going to be neat, okay? You know, number 23 is so special at Clark LeClaire and at ECU. Cliff, I think 2023 is going to be the season they make it to the College World Series. They're going to make it to Omaha. And wouldn't that be the just the, the cherry on top of the pie for that, for it to happen <laughs> in 23 for number 23? 
It'd be pretty fitting. Uh, Brian Hanks joining us here on the program today on Pirate Radio Live. Brian, we got a long Woody's homestand coming up uh, beginning tonight with the Carolina Mudcats in town. They'll play them uh, tonight through Sunday. And then Kannapolis, uh, to close out the month, will be at home coming up uh, next week as well. So a lot of home games coming up at Historic Granger Stadium. Oh yeah, and the thing is, uh, man, we've missed them. I, I, I'm a fan of these six game homestands, Cliff. I don't know how you feel about it, but I really am. I mean, because you know, if they're at home on a Wednesday, by God, they're going to be at home on that Saturday and Sunday too. So I'm a fan of that. What I'm not a fan of is when they do string two of those weeks together. It's been two weeks. In fact, it's been 16 days since we've had a home game at Historic Granger Stadium, wow. and and I miss them. I mean, we we miss them when they're gone. Now we've got. 12 home games over the next 13 days at Granger Stadium. And so I, I can't wait to overdose on uh, baseball over the next two weeks. But uh, you didn't say Carolina Mudcats right, though, Cliff. It, it's the hated Carolina Mudcats. <laughs> so it's not the mighty, mighty Mudcats. That's uh, that's different, right? No, no, no. It's the hated Mudcats. <laughs> remember, have we not? I thought we had talked about this. I know, yeah. On your show. You're right. I forgot. Uh, I probably shouldn't even have said the team's name, right? <laughs> there you go. Just say uh, that that team that plays in the fake stadium up in Zebulon. How's that? All right, fair enough. Brian Hanks joining us. Brian, uh, this caught my eye. Uh, collard green night coming up on Friday. Are we going to break out the uh, collard green uniforms this week? Absolutely. That's going to be Friday and Saturday night, uh, both Friday and Saturday night out at Granger Stadium. Friday, uh, first pitch at 7. Saturday, first pitch at five, and on top of it too, if you got Munchkins, the first five hundred fan or five hundred fans, twelve and under on Saturday are going to get a sweet collard greens uh, T-shirt. So if you got a Munchkin that wants to wear some collard green gear, uh, get them out there early on uh, Friday or on Saturday for that. You got fireworks on Friday. I heard you mention that in the last hour or two. Uh, just an exciting week to have the team back. But I like when they play the collard greens. The only thing, and you can appreciate this too, you know, doing all the PA work that you do for. East Carolina is that uh, they're really, uh, not, I guess you say they're OCD about we have to refer to the team as the collard greens. And, you know, <laughs> five years we've been calling them, you know, the, the wood ducks or the woodies or whatever. And, uh, you know, you, you've seen the scripts and everything, you know, and every script, they don't, they don't put, they don't replace wood ducks with collard greens. I have to do that mentally every single time. So I always set the over under it about, you know, two and a half or three and a half times that i'll actually say wood ducks instead of collard greens but if there's anybody in the world that can appreciate that it's you hey and you know what i, I love collard greens so uh try to get it right every time uh this weekend brian <laughs> uh how about so i have uh i probably have like seven wood ducks hats which is crazy to say but they've got so many i've got like the the red white and blue um with the uh, stars and stripes underbill which is awesome uh but i've got the uh, avocados luchador whatever hat uh well do you know if they'll be rocking those uniforms or anything similar to that at some point this season uh yes they will it's going to be later on this season All right. and i, I wish I, I don't have it here in front of me but i'll get that to you but yes there's, there's going to be a weekend where they do the uh avocados and they'll be uh as you referred to earlier they'll be the collard greens this weekend too and that's a sweet uniform yeah and uh i don't know uh you and i have a mutual friend and uh and uh wood ducks uh vice president uh wade howell that was his baby i don't know if you know that or not he is the one that came up with kenston collard greens it wasn't uh you know some 
uh, firm that they brought in that they paid thousands of dollars to, to hey, uh, give us a you know a, an alternate logo or an alternate team name. It was uh, Wade that came up with that, and hmm. the uniforms are so clean. They're white uh, with uh, green pinstripes, Kinston on the front. Uh, it, when they're on the road, they have collared greens on that. And, uh, dude, it is a sweet uniform. And nothing against the Wood Ducks. Don't get it twisted. I love uh, the Downey's Wood Ducks. I love the dudes and all that and the Woodies. But i got to tell you, if they ever decided to change their name, Kinston Collard Greens, uh, that, I, I could live with that. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, Wade, very humble. I, I had no idea that was his baby. I'll have to give him a shout-out for that. Uh, Brian Hanks joining us on the program. Brian, last year, as a Braves fan, uh, I made sure to follow closely Luis Angel Acuna and uh, how he was doing for the Woodies and uh, some of these young stars. Who are the stars of tomorrow that uh, fans can see if they go out and see the Woodies this season? Oh, we've got a, a great roster that uh, on the uh, Wood Ducks this season. Now, Luis Angel, let me uh, have you been following him up in Hickory? I have not. How's he doing? Oh, he is doing fantastic man he is uh in fact he'll probably be at the double C level before the season is out uh i think uh if he's not number one in stolen bases in the league uh he's in the top five for sure hmm. well he had a force he had a four stolen base game uh about i don't know two or three weeks ago or so but uh, he is killing it at the crawl dad's level one. and i'm telling i read the uh, high a level and i'm telling you dude i don't think it's going to be that long before uh probably within two years he'll be at texas he's got that kind of trajectory on him. I'll give you a little story about him that I think you'll get a kick out of here, Cliff. Uh, they always do, you know, the end of the season jerseys where, you know, the players will sign them and people can bid for them. We've been doing this. Last year was the fourth year we did that. Uh, and, you know, this year, obviously the fifth year of the team. His jersey went for something like $2,100. Everybody else's was going for 150 200 Maybe there was a five or 600 one. His sold for $2,100, dude. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, it's a pretty penny. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. This year, though, we've got some good arms. Uh, we, the bats, uh, not we, not like what we had last year uh, with, uh, you know, bat, we had a team last year that batted right at 300 and led all of the minor leagues in stolen bases. It wasn't just uh, Luis Angel that was so good on the, on the base paths, but uh, a lot of good pitching this year. Uh, Bradford Webb is, uh, an, is an, uh, a starting pitcher who – you need to keep your eye on. He is uh, going to be uh, – he'll probably be in Hickory before this season's out. And I see him uh, making it up to AAA or Major League sometime in the next two or three years. Uh, watch out for him. He is very good. Also, uh, Theo McDowell – or I'm sorry, uh, Nick Lockhart. Nick Lockhart, another great pitcher who they've been using all over. He's uh, he started some games. He has uh, come out of the pen other games. Just very, very flexible. A lot like that ECU pitching staff this year that, you know, really – you didn't know who was going to start a game because anybody could start it. That's kind of the way Nick Lockhart is, too. And then uh, if I had to – and Gavin Collier. Got to mention uh, Gavin Collier, another uh, good pitcher, a starting pitcher who uh, they're getting a good five, six innings out of every night that he goes out there. And uh, he's actually come out of the pen, too. You know you know how it is, Cliff. At this level, at the low A level, you're used everywhere. I mean, yeah. Especially if you're a pitcher. You're not just locked into being a starter. I mean, they'll try you out in several different spots to uh, see how good you are. But uh, a very good team this year. Uh, we're at the, what, two games, three games out of uh, first place. Unfortunately, there's only two games left in the first half. Uh, the first half of the season ends on Wednesday. 
or uh, after tomorrow's game, and then we get to start the second half of the season. Unfortunately, those hated Carolina Mudcats <laughs> at the top of uh, the standings, and looks like they're going to clinch the first half. All they need to do is win one, and they've got it. And uh, but hey, second half is coming up. A good chance to uh, climb back up the top to Carolina League North and. Uh, Let's bring a title back to Kenston in Eastern North Carolina. Sounds good. Brian Hanks joining us. A lot of fun promotions going on. Thirsty Thursday coming up on Thursday. It'll be Collar Green Night on Friday. And then coming up Saturday, the uh, the youth T-shirts. First 500 kids under 12 uh, will get a Collar Green shirt. Uh, dollar Dogs and Dogs on Sunday. Uh, does that mean bring your dog, Brian? There you go. That's exactly what you do, Cliff. I uh, I'm taking Sundays off this year. I don't even think I told you that or not. I've got a good backup. Uh, you you probably know him as everybody. You know Shane Alby, the uh, play-by-play or the uh, PA voice at Mount Olive College. Oh, know, cool. See Mount Olive. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if you your paths have crossed. Probably at some point, I'm sure they have. But he's my backup on Sundays. Uh, kind of like how I'm your backup out at ECU, and uh, he does just a great job, just a fantastic job. Uh, and so back to dogs and dogs, I went to the last Sunday game and took my puppy dog. By the way, her name is Molly Ringwald Hughes Hanks, the puppy dog, okay? Right. name. And took her out there to the ballpark. It's a lot of words on the collar there, Brian. Dude, well, you know, she's named after America's sweetheart. Of course. Ringwald. You would have to, yeah. like, you know, Molly Ringwald, you know. Yeah, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but I had a blast. If That is a lot of fun. Uh, bring your dog out. Tickets are, you know, tickets are readily available, and then you just pay a dollar extra to get your puppy dog in there, and then uh, dollar hot dogs, man. And I, uh, here's what is weird: is this too weird if your dog eats a hot dog? Uh, I, I'll allow it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And uh, again, the games start early on Sunday, so you get out there at one o'clock, you watch the game, and. Uh, and this is something I don't know if I've heard you talk about this. You do know how fast our games are going on out at Grinder Stadium, right? What uh, What's the average time looking like, uh, dude? We have had three sub two hour games. What? Okay? We dude, we had back to back one fifty eight and one fifty nine games. Wow, this game right now is two twenty three for a game right now. Dude. Well, that's some that's good pitching, but also they have rules in right, Brian, that they try to speed it up in the minor league level. Absolutely, they have a pitch clock now that uh, when the first, when the when a guy steps into the box, he's got eighteen or got, the pitcher's got eighteen seconds to pitch. If there's nobody on base, then uh, it resets after the pitch hits the pitcher or hits the uh, catcher's glove. He throws it back to the pitcher. When the pitcher touches the rubber, a fourteen second clock starts. Hmm. He's got fourteen seconds to pitch. Now, for somebody on base, they reset it to eighteen seconds. But I'm telling you, it has made a huge difference in the umpires. They're being judged on whether they're following this or not. So if they don't call it, you you might think, well, you know, there might be an umpire that'll be nice to the pitchers and the ball. And on top of it, too, if the, if a batter steps out of the batter's box uh, after nine seconds, then he gets a strike against him. If the clock runs out on the pitcher, he gets a ball against him. And we've had a couple of instances already this year, Cliff, where a pitcher has, I mean, where it's a three-two count or a three-one count. And he doesn't get his pitch off in time, and they'll send the guy to they'll send the batter to first base. So it it's really helped. That's one of the things that I mean. I don't get it twisted. I love doing ECU games, but man, those four hour and four hour oh, yeah. minute games, man. As you know, well, <laughs> what you did there on that last game of the year. I hope they. I hope you get a medal for that or an award or something. <laughs> I know you were out there, you know, a couple hours <clears throat> before the game. 
Yeah. And uh, you're out there until probably, what, 1.30, 1.45 in the morning? Yep. Got home uh, at or after 2 a.m., bro. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a long one, but, man, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Brian Hanks joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Brian uh, ran into Scott Whittington recently. He, uh, <laughs> he did the cardinal sin. You never invite a man over to another man's man cave, but he did that. He invited me to your man cave for football this fall. So, you know what? I'm going to accept his invitation, which he should have never given to me, but I'm going to crash your uh, man cave one one Sunday this upcoming football season. Uh, Cliff, let's go ahead and extinguish his invitation and you accept mine. <laughs> I, hey, it's one of those things that, you know, if there's a difference between cockiness and confidence, I'm confident my man cave will match up against any other man cave you've ever been in. Oh, I've seen pictures. Like, I've, I've yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, I've got the three TV set up, dude. I mean, I've got the NFL package plugged into each one of the TVs. So we'll have, like, the top right one uh, that's on the eight games that are going on. We'll have our big – you know, he's a big Ravens fan. Scott is a huge Ravens fan. So usually uh, we'll have that game. I mean, I don't really pull for a team anymore. I know you're a big uh, Washington fan. Yeah. I kind of – I don't know if we talked about this on your show. I divorced them a couple of years ago. Yeah, he told me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I just – whoever's over that day in it, we have like a rotating fixture of, I don't know, eight to ten different people. I mean, some days there'll be six people there. And then some Sundays it'll just be me and Scott or maybe even just me by myself. But, Cliff, you're more than welcome. Come over. We'll have some cold beverages for you, and we'll scream at a TV for three hours. Man, nothing like a football Sunday. You, you just got me fired up for it, so I'm already ready. <laughs> Brian, uh, always fun to talk with you, man. We appreciate you joining us today. We'll catch up with you later on this woody season and uh, talk more to you, man. Can't wait to talk to you. Thank you for having me on, my friend. All right, Brian. There is Brian Hanks joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Great guy and uh, and really enjoys what he does. We have a lot of fun talking with him, and you can hear him coming up uh, for a lot of days in a row here because the Woodies are home. They got the Mudcats in town, the hated Carolina Mudcats, I'm sorry, uh, today through Sunday. Then next week, begin a series with the Kannapolis Cannonballers. What do you think about that team, Wes? Wow. Now, now Annapolis Cannonball. You'll like their logo. It's a uh, it's it's some kind of homage to because they used to be the Intimidators, mm-hmm. and it's an homage to Dale Earnhardt. So their right. logo is a big round head, but it's got the the mustache, right? And uh, I think the sunglasses as well. So that's cool. There you go. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll talk to Harry Minium. He rights for old dominion athletics and we will preview the 2022 monarch football team that'll roll into dowdy ficklin stadium later on this september that is on the way on pirate radio live back with you after this
This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back to the program. If you need custom t-shirts, apparel, promotional items for your business organization or event, then keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right. Chandler Honeycutt, Wes Hines, filling in for Shirley Rhodes this week on the show. Coming up uh, a little later on, we'll talk to former ECU tight end Bryce Williams. We'll recap the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament, talk some pirate football and more with Bryce Williams. Right now, we will begin our 2022 ECU football opponent previews and coming up week two for the Pirates this season. It'll be a familiar foe, Old Dominion, uh, coming to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And here to talk about it is Harry Minium. He joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, senior executive writer at Old Dominion for Athletics. Harry, uh, welcome back to Pirate Radio. How you doing? It's great to be here. As I say, every time I come on this network, my grandmother graduated from ECU uh, back when it was ECTC with a nursing degree. All kinds of family members have been there. I went to East Carolina football games when I was an undergraduate at, at ODU, so it kind of feels like home to me. That's great. And, uh, Harry, we've had you on before. I believe last time we spoke to you, you were working with the Virginian Pilot, which you did for years, uh, and, and since then uh, are now uh, a part of the uh, the university, correct? Yes. I worked at the Pilot for 39 years, uh, most of those years in sports, and um, left the Pilot, took a buyout like everyone else. You're getting out of journalism and ODU was kind enough to hire me to cover both athletics and academics for their website. And I did that for three years. And then for the last year, I've just been covering athletics. So I cover football, basketball, baseball, soccer, field hockey, everything for our sports webpage. And yes, it is the best job on the face of the earth. It's a great job. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, uh, you saw quite a season last year for the Monarchs, a tale of two seasons, right? The the first half didn't go the way uh, the Monarchs wanted it to go, and then a long winning streak to wrap up the regular season, which got you to a bowl game to face uh, one of the American foes we see, and that was uh, Tulsa. Uh, lost that one thirty to seventeen, but what a turnaround for the Monarchs the uh, the second half of last season. What 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 changed uh, from the first half to the second half? Well, let's look at it this way: they they outscored Buffalo twenty seven to nothing in the second half and lose that game thirty five to thirty four. They lose at UTEP on a late score, 28-21. to They lead Marshall and are in a position to clinch a victory, and there's an interception, and they lose in overtime, 20-13. to And then West, Western Kentucky just crushes them, 43-20, to and they're 1-6. And, and, you know, Coach Ricky Ronnie, I know it's a big cliche, he just kept preaching to his players and preaching to the fans, that, you know, we're not looking to win five games in a row. We're looking to win one game at a time, and they slowly did. They won a lot of close games and some that weren't close. Um, they beat Charlotte, probably the last time we'll ever play Charlotte, which was a nice victory because I think we'd lost three in a row to them, 56-34 to finish 6-6. Six and six. And, and I tell you, Tulsa was a really good team. That was a good football team, maybe the best team. I think they were better than Wake Forest, to tell you the truth. That was a good football team, you know, big guys. and So... I think believe they were six and six. They were indeed the best six and six team in the country. So ODU finished six and seven, went to its first bowl game since twenty sixteen. 
there's um you know we had had some tough seasons we had gone uh since going to the bahamas bowl in 2016 we've gone five and seven four and eight one and eleven and then we did not play in um in 2021 excuse me in 2020 so um it had been a long time before since we'd seen a winner and uh, our season ticket sales just plummeted uh we only sold about 7200 last year this year we're up close to 10,000 and we think we're going to see the stadium seats 22,000 we have to sell 14,600 season tickets to sell out and we think we're going to sell out the stadium so that's uh that's awesome to hear harry minium joining us and uh and harry I, I i look back so this is the second football coach in odu history which is crazy to think about brian bailey a local sportscaster here went to odu and used to always joke that you know bobby wilder bought the footballs and uh all the all the first things they had there at odu and you kind of saw towards the end the the losses uh pile up but had a uh, a great career there at old dominion so how how did that transition go? Because you had a COVID year mixed in there. You had a, a rough start last year for, for Coach Ronnie, but certainly turned it around. So how about that transition, and, and how is the the fan base right now behind uh, Coach Ronnie there? Well, the transition was remarkable. Um, Ricky Ronnie, I hope we can hold on to him for a couple more years because he's rebuilt this program the right way. He's done it by recruiting I mean, they've gone after they, they're beating ACC teams for for kids in this in this region. Something that I believe last year we signed four of the top ten players in the Hampton Roads area. Something we'd never come close to doing before. They've just gone after the big boys, and they said, "Hey, you can come here. We play ACC teams. We play them at home, and um, you can play in your backyard." And, and they've done very well. The fans the fans were disenchanted. I, I think the COVID year, it you know. COVID took a lot out of everyone. I think that's what's a lot of dysfunction we're seeing in our country is because of COVID. And um, so it was, you know, it was really tough. They're one and six, and yet they won their last five in a row. That was just an amazing season to win five in a row. ODU uh, lost some close games last year at the beginning of the season, won those close games uh, at the tail end of the season. And last time East Carolina and ODU got together, Harry, it was a close one uh, up there in Norfolk. The Pirates won it 24-21. I remember at that time, and looking back on it, that was a, a one-win season for Old Dominion. So, But at the time for East Carolina and Mike Houston, that really felt like a big win to beat a, a legitimate team on the road. This, uh, this team Mike Houston has now is going to be a lot better than that one, and it looks like the team Old Dominion has this year is going to be a lot better than that team that uh, that met the Pirates in 2019. We were we were that year we were okay when the season began. Injuries and just the uh, you know with actually Old Dominion played a very good game against ECU. That was a great football game. As a matter of fact, all the games against ECU have just been great games and just fun to watch. Um, and I think we're scheduled to play eight, six or eight times in the future. I hope that continues because it's we're only a little over two hours apart. We ought to we ought to be playing. But this team is going to be better than that team. But for, I've I've read a little about East Carolina. You guys are going to be really good. So um, that's going to be a big challenge for us um, uh, to win in Greenville. Harry Minium joining us. Harry, uh, as we sit here this off season, who are the the guys you're going to look out for this fall on the offensive side of the ball, who's going to make it go uh, for Old Dominion this season? Well, we've got three quarterbacks um, who are 
fighting it out. Hayden Wolf, uh, uh, he's about six four, I think, from uh, Florida. Uh, highly recruited quarterback. Started the last six, seven games of the season last year and played really well. Um, although Ricky is not named the starter, I think it's going to take it's going to take a really impressive um, fall camp performance to knock him out. Um, you know, I just I don't think I see that that happening. Uh, DJ Mack, uh, Norfolk kid who transferred from Central Florida, started the first six games last season. Um, did not have it acknowledges he did not have his best season. Looked better in spring practice. Uh, looked a lot better. And then we've got Notre Dame transfer Brendan Clark, um, who uh, is coming off a knee injury. Didn't play last season. And as Ricky said, sometimes coming off knee injuries is more mental than it is physical. I really love the way he, he he's a little shorter than I thought he was going to be. He's, he's, he's not Hayden's height, but he runs well. He throws well. He's smart. He's a competitor. So, um, you know, I think Hayden probably will start this fall. And I think it, Brendan at some point and perhaps DJ, if he continues to improve, are going to push him. And we're just going to have to see. The, the two guys, the, the three guys coming back on offense, so actually they're a bunch of them. We've got a lot of good offensive players. It's your Blake Watson rushed for a little over 1,100 yards last year. Elijah Davis, the backup, is back. He was injured. Uh, Elijah was a three-star recruit out of Lynchburg. We, we got him away from a lot of big schools. We're looking for him to have a good season. And we've got Tariq Sims behind him. So we've got depth at running back. We've got five or six guys on the offensive line who started. We've lost Isaac Weaver. Um, All-Conference USA. You know, I don't think he made All-Conference USA, but then we all know what Conference USA was all about, so I'll just let that go. But he was he, I think he's going to wind up in an NFL camp. So we don't know who's going to start at center. Um, we don't have a uh, – there's no heir apparent there. But Nick Salat, the very 6'6", 307, he's one of 15 offensive linemen on our roster, which, you know, that's, that's a pretty solid number. Seven of them are 300 pounds or more. Uh, and then we've got – uh, two, uh, Zach Koontz, tight end, who's getting some All-American mention. He led all tight ends in the country in receiving last year. And Ollie Jennings, the third, transfer from West Virginia. So between them, they caught 135 of ODU's 245 pass receptions last year. So, Harry, defenses around the country trying to keep up with offenses. How about Old Dominion uh, defensively? And, and uh, what kind of resistance are they going to present to opponents this year? We've got some depth problems, especially along the defensive line. I don't think that's a that's a secret. We lost some good players, but um, uh, linebacker Ryan Henry is really good. Um, he he, uh, I think he was third in tackles last year. Um, Archerarium Johnson, uh, defensive back, was second in tackles. So we've got a lot of tacklers back, and then. The guy who was fourth in tackling, I think, is a future, future superstar. His name is Jason Henderson. Um, played as a true freshman last year. The guy is just, you you look at him. When he first walked on campus, I saw him the first day, and I, I, I said, is, is this a GQ guy or what? I mean, he is just muscular as he can be. Really smart kid. He's, he's going to, I think he's going to play a lot this year. Marcus Haynes, a defensive end, is really good. The thing that I like about Archery, and I was talking to Eric Bohannon, our sports information director here, he's a JUCO transfer and uh, from Mississippi Gulf Coast College. And JUCOs, they never wanted redshirt. And, you know, as Eric was saying, but he redshirted. And, you know, 
and he played. He doesn't say a lot, but he just he plays very hard and very well. But we do have some holes on defense that we've got to fill. And by the way, recruiting is not over. ODU still has offers out, as you know. This the age of the of the portal. Yeah. You know, recruiting is twelve months a year now. You have offers out. Harry Minium joining us talking ODU football. And if you said, you know, five, ten years ago, whatever, that you're joining the Sun Belt, well, I don't know if that, that's reason to to throw a party, but now uh, it is. I mean, you look at maybe the most underrated football league in America. Uh, it is the Sun Belt with teams like Appalachian State. We know firsthand about Georgia State, uh, Coastal Carolina, Louisiana. Uh, Troy has been good in years past. So this schedule, Harry, with, with the conference, and then you look non-conference, Old Dominion has East Carolina sandwiched in between a home game against Virginia Tech, which is going to be crazy September 2nd, Friday night, and then a trip to Charlottesville to take on Virginia. I mean, that, that schedule is, uh, I don't know, is this the toughest they've ever seen there in Norfolk? It looks tough. And then we're playing Liberty, too. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, actually we're playing all four in-state FBS teams, which is kind of cool, but also a huge challenge. It's just because, you know, James Madison is um, – part of our Sunbelt schedule, but yeah, I, I wrote a column when the Sunbelt announced that uh, Southern Miss, Marshall ODU, and James Madison were joining the the, um, the Sunbelt was the, the, the school that won the uh, the offseason um, uh, I can't quite think of the term you used, but they, all the uh, exchange of teams, yeah. um, they, they just, they, you know, they won, you know, it's it's a, just a really good league, and for, for Old Dominion, there are a lot of benefits. You know, in Conference USA, you I remember last year, I was uh, I was in Norfolk. I had my 50th high school reunion when they played at Marshall. It's a pretty good game, Marshall, Old Dominion, and it was on Facebook. And <laughs> uh, you know, uh, this year, all of our games are going to be on ESPN Plus or an ESPN Network. Uh, two of the first three, or one is. Uh, one is going to be on the ACC network and the other on ESPNU and then the ECU game on ESPN+. Plus. That's just a huge benefit for us. And the schedule is, uh, there are no gimmies on the schedule. Our non-conference foes are at South Alabama and Arkansas State here. And although Arkansas State wasn't very good last year, they've traditionally had a really good program. i, I tell you what the Sunbelt did was, it was smart. We all remember Britt Banowski and, you know, well, we're Conference USA. We're going to go get these TV markets and the Sunbelt said, Hmm, we're going to go out and get the best football programs yeah. we can with the best fan bases. And guess who won the Sunbelt? Yeah. You know, you got app state, no TV market, but they, you know, you, you played them before, you know, they were, their fan base is massive. Um, coastal the same thing and what a refreshing thing that was too right harry i mean you think back to the 90s and and early 2000s when all this realignment was going on it was all about where is your school located more so than you know how many games have you won how good is your program and and it's good to see kind of common sense went out in that case yeah um i i mean i will i'll say this uh i'm not sure that the aac should have gone as far as they did in taking teams from conference usa i think there's some of them that um, they don't have the facilities and don't have the budget to to really compete in. I mean, they can compete in football because that's where they spend their money, but in the other sports, baseball yeah. and basketball and those sorts of things. We'll have to see. 
and the AEC is a great league, and uh, that was a great move for East Carolina to move there. Um, but as you know, you know change is ever present. You know, who, who knows where, when Memphis might or someone else might um, get a nod from a, a Power Five. Yeah, Harry Many of joining us. Uh, Harry, we're uh, we're previewing the East Carolina position groups. We did uh, quarterbacks last week and. One of my questions to everyone was uh, the best performance you've seen by an opposing quarterback against East Carolina and our producer Chandler. Uh, and, and a lot of the answers came with losses, at least when th- this came with a win, but it was a spectacular performance by Taylor Heineke at uh, Daddy Ficklin Stadium. I'm a Washington fan, so uh, Taylor almost gave me a, a memory of a lifetime beating Tom Brady in the playoffs. He uh, had Brady and the Bucks on the ropes a couple years ago, so I've enjoyed watching Taylor. He's a really fun player and uh, has put up some good numbers. Do you ever see him uh, around Norfolk uh, anymore? Oh, oh yeah. Taylor Taylor comes he, he come, doesn't come back a lot, but when he does, he'll usually call. Yeah. I mean, every, everyone let me tell you a story about Taylor. You're talking about that, that Tom Brady playoff game where the Bucks went on to win the the, the uh, Super Bowl, and this was the closest game they had in their march to the Super Bowl through the playoffs. He threw for 306 yards, a touchdown, ran for 46 yards, another touchdown, had that diving touchdown <laughs> yeah. pylon. He was, you know, millions of people were introduced to Taylor Heineke, and the next day I need to reach him to do a Taylor Heineke story, and I'm thinking, damn, you know, he's got everyone in the world after him. He won't have time for me. So I texted him and said, hey, Taylor, this is Terry. Do you have a minute? 30 seconds later, he calls back, and he says, yes, I do. Wow. I said, just a couple of minutes, he says, take all the time in the world. You were there when I started. I don't forget those who were with me in the beginning. And that's Taylor. He's just, he's one of these kids who, you know, has, he doesn't let success go to his head. You know, he's, he had a he had a tough childhood. Some things were written about, and some things we haven't. And that made him, that, you know, that that made him tough. He's a tough kid, and he's a great kid. That's awesome to hear. Harry Minium joining us today, talking ODU football, past and present. Harry, I uh, really enjoyed the chat. We'll uh, we'll try to reconvene with you in September, the week of East Carolina ODU. It was a fun one last time they got on the field, and uh, should be another fun one coming up this September. But enjoy your summer, Harry, and uh, we'll reconvene with you coming up this fall. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoyed it, Harry. There's Harry Minium joining us from Old Dominion, senior executive writer with ODU and uh, ODU Athletics. Again, uh, was with the Virginian Pilot, he said, for 39 years, I believe. So he has uh, been in the business a long time and now uh, has, uh, it sounds like, his favorite job, just writing for Old Dominion Athletics. And uh, looking forward to that game. They, uh, how about two different football teams from the last time they met in 2019? East Carolina eking out a road win against a one-win team that year, Old Dominion. Uh, this year, we're going to get a bowl team versus a bowl team at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. So, uh, sounds like two pretty good head coaches in Ricky Ronnie. And, of course, we know what we got in Mike Houston. So, uh, that'll be a fun one coming up week two at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number two and have more for you here on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming on YouTube Live. Go to YouTube and search for Pirate Radio TV and subscribe today. Watch Pirate Radio Live Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. And the Bud Light pregame tailgate in U.S. Cellular fifth quarter Collin show during ECU football season. Just go to YouTube and search Pirate Radio TV and smash the sub. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Enjoy talking to Harry Minium, and that got me in the football mood. We'll continue our opponent previews uh, throughout the next couple of weeks and after we're back from uh, a little July 4th R&R. And uh, we'll talk to Chris Haymeyer, voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, coming up on Thursday. You know Haymeyer, don't you, Wes? Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, he was... Formerly of WCTI 12 a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yes. Yeah, uh, radio guy here at Pirate Radio. One-time host of the uh, fifth quarter calling show mm-hmm. at Pirate Radio. Yes. Just yeah. one game day? <laughs> no, he did a... F- a Wes, whole year. Wes, who a is, whole year. Wes, who ah, is... sorry, Wes. Who is I'm, this guy? I'm sorry. I mean, this They'll guy... They'll hire anybody here, won't they? <laughs> Please don't. He was still in diapers when this thing started, right? And he probably (laughs) in '03. I was five. Probably still is in diapers. (laughs) I told you not to say that on the air. Wes, uh, Wes, yes. Wes, please don't hate me. Yesterday, Wes was laughing at the dad jokes I was reading, and then Chandler had one line to say, and Wes hated That's it. That's terrible. <laughs> That's just terrible. And so I like that Wes, uh, Wes just doesn't like Chandler. That's what I think in my brain that you just hate Chandler. No, I have no problem with Chandler. He's just not funny. Uh, thank goodness. He's <laughs> <laughs> just hey, look, Chandler. Hey, some look, people right. aren't. Not funny. everybody can be funny, Wes. <laughs> And I'm just not one of those people, I guess. <laughs> All right. I anyway. mean, I mean, you were funny yesterday morning. We were uh, having our meeting, and you were uh, doing your um, Mike Houston yeah. uh, stuff. And then when you um, started doing everything else, everything went. I tell you, that. you rubbed, Bleep hit the fan. You rubbed West the wrong way with your lack of performance in that promo video. Yeah, I know. And he was like, "Man," and then you had to give him a pep talk, West. So yeah, exactly, but it worked. It did. Yeah. Maybe uh look, if you see him falling down on the job a little bit, video production wise or anything else, right. You, you give it to him. <laughs> Let him know. I know. And I uh and credit to Chandler for taking the coaching. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it works. All right. Haymeyer Thursday. Uh in contact with Pete Medhurst as well from Navy and uh we'll get a Wolfpack preview in here. Touchdown Wolfpack before too long. He told me Wes told me. <laughs> He does. He says touchdown Wolfpack more than he does touchdown. He sure Pack. does. He really does. Really touchdown Wolfpack. So you got to remember now. I I have um, um, done the um, board work for right. for um, the Wolfpack, so I know. What ah, is- I know Wes uh, Chandler. I've known Wes for twenty years now, probably. Yeah. Well, eighteen. Yeah, yeah eighteen. Uh, because I was working no, at... We, it, it has been 20 years. It really has been 20 years because... Well, I was uh, just getting out of high school in 2000. So, Oh, yeah, it's 2022. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because remember, you actually had bought a... Uh, um, bought a, uh, a 
table. Yeah, went to Wally World. Yeah, bought a table and the, um, for that, a broadcast. And then um, you find out, find out that uh, the whole station has been sold. <laughs> <laughs> it was not as let's say well run as Pirate Radio is. That's right. <laughs> Back in the old WGHB days. Yes, WLNR. Uh, but uh, but Wes like. So we run O's baseball here at Pirate Radio, mm-hmm. and we have a ghost producer. Basically, the computer does it. There's Absolutely. like signals and cues and technology that I don't understand that West does. Right. But uh, you know, we used to have to run run games. So I did like I remember doing the ACC tournament and you also, in that trailer. And you, a trailer. It was a building <laughs> there in in Farville. That wasn't a building. Yes, it was. It was a building. Was it on wheels? <laughs> no it sure was not all right it was a small building that's right okay i have it yeah. wrong in my brain then okay and uh if you remember you did the majority of the uh carolina hurricanes game i did one when they were in the stanley cup uh final against the red wings that went into my brain remembers it as like four overtimes i don't know how long it was i can look it up probably right now mm-hmm. but that game lasted like five hours yeah and I it was over midnight it was after midnight it was yeah and uh but anyway yeah nobody cares this is just me and wes going over old uh <laughs> old, just a couple old radio guys talking yeah, Chandler. absolutely you respect your your the ones that came before you chandler that really laid the the pavement laid the foundation so you guys have it easy these days y'all are the founding fathers <laughs> i mean i've been with, I've been with uh, ghb since um nine, uh 1991 so that's 31 years so that's a long time so how many uh so we were there and we were kind of doing sports it was sports uh like what other formats has ghb been in your time all right before i started it was country then it was uh southern gospel then it was uh uh fox sports radio then espn radio and then it was uh pirate radio okay yeah i remember those uh those doing like some random softball games yes that's right lenore county baseball yes all kinds that was for wlnr yeah yeah so uh good stuff all right Mm -hmm. anybody listening still yeah probably yeah (laughs) (laughs) they want to listen to me that is true (laughs) wes you are the draw and wes will be here on wednesday and thursday as well that's right so uh looking forward to it all right let's uh take a break we'll come back bryce williams joins us hour number three of today's program we'll talk football we'll talk big rock we'll play the five second game we'll make you a winner we got a lot to do in hour three of today's show and we will do it when we return after this to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back at Angel Oak. They continue to make customer service the number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. 
the combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oaks' wide offerings of products from standard conventional government and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Uh, Bryce Williams must be here because there's talking as we come back. Always talking coming back into the show. Bryce talking about somebody he knew at uh, Arkansas. They played a night in the College World Series, and he remind he then you remember those videos where uh, Bryce, welcome to the show. The girls are, I guess, they're going into college. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like. My name's Macy Ray, and I'm going to Arkansas. Woo pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, my name's Kelsey. I'm going to Florida. Gator child. Yeah. And uh, somebody like makes fun of them doing yeah. that. Oh yes. my god. I gotta find one of those during the break. Yeah. So real. have you seen them? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're god, great. They're hilarious. The first one that ever came out, <laughs> it, it seemed like it was a joke because I like am. they were like. I'm going to Arkansas. Well, big it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say it real fast. All right, I'm going to Western Carolina. Go Cats. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, all right. Anyway, Bryce, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Doing good. I guess uh, if we penciled in a Big Rock leaderboard last Tuesday, we wouldn't have had to change it on the Marlins side. Yeah. Because the first uh, Marlin cult was the, uh, the 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 winner, right? Yeah. The biggest which, one. Yeah, which is crazy. You would. Hope there'd be a, you know several weigh-ins and you know close you know I guess fish are close in size or a grander would have been nice but uh, yeah it was a slow week as far as the blue marlin I would say it all and I was joking with Troy it almost seemed rigged where in years past there'd be like this huge flurry of marlins on that Friday or Saturday when it was wrapping yeah. up yeah to kind of like add the buzzer kind of yeah. a buzzer beater uh, just didn't really have that this no year, not so. at all. Um, and of course, you know, and I just I forgot that you know they're they're limited in the Big Rock. I don't give me I don't recall exactly the location, but you just can't go wherever you want in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, can't, they can only go so far north, and that stay in like a big a big grid. So I guess the fish just didn't want to be around. Maybe they're there. getting smarter. Yeah, they, they might. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, it would have been cool to see some bigger you know some bigger fish, but you know also my you know wall hanger you know they came in second. Yeah. Um. So that was cool to uh you know have a guy that i know that to uh and also to interview the second second place i guess is the team i guess you could do well they are called fishing teams boat boat team whatever um and by the way i got a lot of people this week that said you did a, a great job on that interview well great well, so thank you you did uh you knew your stuff and yeah that always helps for sure because sometimes i'm not good at faking it and, <laughs> you know i didn't know anything it about it so Wes, you a big rock guy? No. Nah. Nope. Not me. Uh, when's the last time you went fishing? It's been. Uh, yeah, it's been. It's, uh, I, I thought went, the I same thing. Ahead, I'll go ahead and tell you, it has been uh, almost uh, fourteen years. <laughs> I love wow. how specific. So he, hey, he's remiss. <laughs> so I just had a flashback. So Wes has a good memory. Obviously, remember when he told us he had a memory when he was like two years old? <laughs> You do, yeah. yeah. I Let's think see. Was, I uh, August will be 14 years. Five was, late. I think he was younger than that. When's your first memory, Wes? You told us last time. When I came out the womb. <laughs> no. You were like one or two years old, right? Yeah, but um, 
What what did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> he oh, can't remember yeah. that. But he can remember. He had a memory when he was two. Yeah. So 14 years, Bryce, if you ever got arrested or something, and like jail's overcrowded, we can't keep you in jail. We gotta we have to take away something you love though to make you pay. Mm. Made you go 14 years without fishing. Yikes. I mean, could you do it? That's brutal. That's that a heck is, of a sentence there. I'd rather yeah. mm, actually I wouldn't rather be in jail. Um just put me in the chair right now, boy. I guess the only goodness gracious, the only good thing is I can still hunt. Yeah. But dang, I enjoy some fishing though. Could you hunt fish? Could you You can, you can uh bow fish. I've actually got a bow fish. Really, like it's a compound bow and uh it's a spear on you know has the oh, yeah. you know, arrow connects to like a reel with heavy line you can shoot well you can really shoot anything so i guess i could still go that route have you ever got a fish that way you know i haven't i'm never i have the gear but i have not even been and then taking it because out. you know it's either what i need to do is go during the day because there's been a bunch of rays um you know, where I, when I've been fishing, I'll see them, and you can shoot rays. Rays um, as in, like, like sting, sting rays? rays? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, you can shoot those. Now, I don't know if there's any specifications on how many you can shoot or when you can shoot them or what kind of shoot. What kind of water are those in? The Pamlico. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, I can shoot those. You can shoot drum, flounder when they're in season. But flounder would be a little tricky because they're on, like, the bottom bottom. Um Obviously, then people do carp, and uh, well, it would actually be a really good time. Jake Geary actually does that. Now it's a heck of a rally cap that he's got going on there. Uh, Redbeard sent me a tweet today: six hundred and sixty-one pound river monster, largest freshwater fish ever caught. I'm assuming that was a sturgeon. A fisherman in Cambodia. Oh, just well, set a new know. record. He was fishing in the Mekong River in Cambodia. They just keep calling it a river monster. Do they have? Well, they uh, tell what it is. It's like a Macong catfish. I guess. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> Good call. How'd yeah. you know that? Uh, well, I was obsessed with catfish. Oh no, no, that was the previous record. Oh. Six hundred forty-six pounder. So what was it now? In order for new, it has to be called by a single fisherman. Um, do we get any pictures or what it is or anything? It's like one of them Snapchat stories. Yeah, I don't see I don't much. Uh, this sounds like BS to me. Yes. <laughs> I need some pictures. I need some. The man holding mm-hmm. up his prize there. Uh, you but think he'd be holding it up like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't see his uh, biceps forearms, and yeah. forearms. Uh, but 661 pounds. So by comparison, what was the winning Blue Marlin this year? Not that big. Nah. No, it was 570-something. So freshwater fish. You knew about the Mekong giant catfish. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was caught in Thailand. So uh, there you go. What's the uh, largest you've ever caught there, Bryce? Well, most of, like, catfish or just fish in general? Um, Fish, fish. Fish in general, honestly. Whatever fish. I've never really taken on going after, like, big fish. Yeah. Uh, probably about a fit, fit no, sixty pound wahoo, which is about as long as this table. Were those like Fish. the ones that were coming up? We saw last week. Yeah, I and, think we saw a wahoo yeah. come in last week. Yep. Um, see, that's about the biggest I've I've probably caught about a sixty some pound wahoo. Did a little pirate radio outdoors to kick off uh, today's hour. Uh, while we're here, might as well. Uh, what you been up to on the water or uh, hunt or I guess no hunting, but in the water this week? Um. Well, we did. No, we went out on the boat, obviously for a family. You know, just sort of took uh, Jay's parents and uh, Anna and I and the boy and the dogs. 
and uh, the fellas, the fellas went on the boat and things like that. Went and caught bait, so I have a pretty big accomplishment. Caught bait, <laughs> yeah. So we were, we didn't go fishing Sunday. Forecast was way off, so which you still catch fish, but it would have been nice if it would have been in a little better conditions. But uh, accomplishment, I would say, from this weekend. So for the past few years, I normally go catch bait, like for well, any type of fish. Like when the Manhattan are in. And he had these big nets. So I can throw an eight foot cast net, but you got, you know, they also make 10, 11, 12 footers. And Jay has a big 10 footer, which is very handy when you're, you know, trying to catch Menhaden or slash pogies for a king fishing or whenever you just want to go offshore and have some extra, um, I guess, extra way of you need a live bait or, you know, artificial. And uh, I could never throw the thing, I could never find a technique that worked for me. Some people put them in their mouth. Um, and I'm just like, I'm just not putting. A cast net in my mouth one because it you know tastes terrible because all how slimy the menhaden are mm. and i just don't want to do that and i was kept i spent all saturday morning just youtubing what kind of dang techniques can go and i'd go try this try one and throw it in the yard no i finally found one and sure enough open her up pan you know pancaked and then went and caught bait floated the net three times and there you go so when you open up a 10-foot net over a school of pogies then pretty much takes the one and it's one one and done, one and done. so i'm uh, pretty glad that i've learned that technique to right. just further my fisherman skills so <laughs> it was a pretty good weekend good deal good yeah. deal bryce and uh about did jay uh your father-in-law was he in the big rock he did he fished on you know diamond girl and they and i think they released a white marlin other than that now what's a white marlin is that smaller uh, yeah they just they're smaller i mean obviously different sort of they're not white white but yeah um they're they're just smaller marlin let me uh i like to look up what you talk oh, about yeah. oh okay so they're the same kind yeah. of looking mm-hmm. i think they're you know their their fin is you know obviously round as you can see those are pretty uh, huh? oh yeah well they're lit up they're like that right there i mean they're yeah there's definitely i mean it would it would be pretty cool to you know see i've only seen Never mind. I've actually I've never seen them out in the wild. I've obviously seen them. Um, yeah, white marlin sorting out swordfish would be crazy. Sailfish, black marlin. Yeah, there's the family. All right, that's the family. So those biggers right there, I think, are one of the strongest fish in the ocean, from what I've heard. They they're like down like eight hundred thousand feet, like seven hundred, like several hundred feet deep, fishing for swordfish. Hmm. And like you literally will drop a weight, probably almost as big as this thing. Pictures like this microphone was extending about a foot. Yeah. Drop it down like almost. You drop it, like say a mile. Nah, maybe not quite a mile. Close to it. Drop it, and then I let the current drift you so it falls, falls straight. I've only done it like a few times, and uh, you know you have like several hundred yards of uh line out which is obviously a lot of room for error yeah you know so you gotta figure out where the current's going the wind and drop it and make sure it falls you know where you want to fish and then obviously reel it up and not they just sword fishing they just have the rod out and like you're just staring at it like that's all you do, just stare at it because you know you're just dead baiting and all you look for which i've never caught one all you look for is this right here <laughs> I'm dead serious, and then as soon as you, and that's all they're looking for, and uh, man, they hammer down. And when they obviously they're powerful fish, and obviously once you hook into it, you know it's it's on. I mean they're 
insane. Well, like, well, you're reeling for days of that. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, there was a friend of ours. They, call, they hooked into one. I think they fought for like, what was it, three, four hours? Mm-hmm. Like, they see it, get it. Like, they see color, I think. Didn't quite get it into harpoon distance and broke off. And they said it was probably, you know, 400 something. Like, it was mm-hmm. a stud. Yeah. And breaks off. There's a lot of heartbreak, you know? Yeah. Sounds like it. And, uh, Which makes it all worth the while when you finally yeah, get that most catch. Most definitely. Yep. Bryce Williams joining us. Bryce, uh, saw your man Gronk retired for the second time. Oh, did he? I, I, I don't that. believe it. He's going to come There's back no in uh, September, August, oh, yeah. and join Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did indeed retire today. And uh, hmm. we were talking about what he's going to do earlier. And, and I don't know how we forgot this. Uh, somebody on Facebook Live said that Gronk was going to join the WWE, which could be his next move. Could definitely see him doing that. Oh, for sure. Somebody said Pat McAfee versus Gronk at WrestleMania. Could definitely see something like that wow. happening. I mean, he's already uh, got kind of like that WrestleMania name, Gronk. I mean, and he's done it. He's been in uh, in oh, yeah, a few yeah. events. Yeah, even like as a player, I want to say. Like, yeah, and Belichick was probably hating it, but uh, but yeah, he uh, announced his retirement again today. Would not be shocked to see him and Brady hook up later on this fall and huh. get back together. So I wonder if he would. He did this uh, this time. I mean, he did the whole statement though. Uh, I think the Buccaneers talked about friendships relationships so at least for him he's serious about it wow what did he play a decade is about right uh yeah i would say even longer than that probably uh let's see gronk's rookie year where'd he go to college there arizona that is correct it was like number like 48 or something and didn't uh i think dave nickel actually coached him right Uh yeah uh let's see gronk 33 years old he was a rookie second round pick in 2010 so yeah a little yeah. over a decade wow and what a career uh, for yeah, rob gronkowski i think he'll be in the hall of fame <laughs> uh first ballot no doubt rob gronkowski uh and we've uh, we've been in a pretty good renaissance of uh, of tight ends and with kelsey kind of yeah uh holding the torch right now but mm. man a lot of a lot of studs kyle pitts from atlanta mm. is uh looked at as maybe the best young tight end uh he's gonna put up a lot of numbers this year with not a lot of receivers there in atlanta so all right, let's uh, let's take a break. We got to do Bryce's all-time favorite ECU quarterback that he huh. didn't play with, huh? And uh, also, we got to play the five-second game with Wes Hines. Oh man, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, and Wes doesn't know what it is. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. It's easy. It's easy to figure out. Yeah. All right, we got to do all that, and we'll make you a winner coming up next segment. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club 
or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Coming up Wednesday on the show, Stephen Igo and I will have our running back position preview. We'll talk Keaton Mitchell, Rajay Harris, and who are the guys you need to know about behind those two studs. We'll uh, talk about the running back room and also go over some of our favorites as we wrap up the uh, the quarterback conversation, which we, we began last Wednesday. Bryce, uh, we were talking about it earlier. You were tuned in when Troy and Jonathan were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how about... <laughs> wait, what? What's? Why are no, you? No, uh, <laughs> it is funny. I just can't believe Troy. But hey, you know what? That is true. I'm a little bit. I'm a little biased. I guess. Yeah. So, Shane Carden was was my all time favorite quarterback. Yeah. Who who was yours, Chandler? You had Shane Carden. Wes, did we ask you your all time favorite ECU quarterback? Who you got? You've been around a long time. I'm gonna have to go with Jeff Blake. All right, you're going Jeff Blake. Yes, I am. Okay, fair enough uh bryce how about your favorite quarterback not named shane carden or anybody else you played with? um hmm well I, you know well i wasn't old enough to because when did david garrard play he was, he was late 90s late 90s 2000s. so i was kind of still like young the one i obviously remember the most when i started watching ec football was patrick pinckney because i mean obviously he was a winning quarterback because he got us Two titles. Two, two titles. So, I mean, um, and I, obviously that's who I watched the most because that was during the time I was growing up. And then, of course, by the time, I guess, other quarterbacks transitioned, I guess I was already almost – We um, went from Pinckney to Dominique Davis Dominique to Davis. when you were here. Yeah. So, Dominique Davis, I mean, he was definitely, you know, an exciting quarterback to watch. But I guess more so um, the, because of the first one I really started watching. And obviously we were – you know very competitive um was probably i probably think it was like patrick Pinney just because i have vivid uh memory you know memories memories of watching you know watching them play watching him play and then that time for you know with chris johnson yeah um you know so i, I would probably go patrick Pinney. all right um and Dominique Davis got here the same. Well, Skip Holtz recruited him, mm-hmm. but then Skip left. So Ruff McNeil, Lincoln Riley, their first two years here, they had Dominique. You kind of wonder what if he was a three, four year guy like Shane? Yeah. Well, you know, what kind of numbers would he? Because he put up some massive numbers. Oh yeah. But then that offense was really clicking uh-huh. by the time Shane took over for Rio Johnson, and then Shane stayed in. And, yeah. And uh, broke some records. So. And now, Hole Nailers is uh, is breaking his own records here, like putting up some record numbers. So, right. And uh, but the offenses continue to get better. The defenses are trying to catch up. Yeah. But you played uh, you played in a pretty darn fun offense here. Bro. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and then what? Uh, Shane was th- two and a half active seasons. So like, twelve, he came in like week right. two basically, 12, 13, and took 14. over, and then was a full time thirteen. And two 14. and a half. Yeah. Two and a half years. I got you. Um, and then Holden's what? Is this be his sixth year? <laughs> It'll be his fifth, I guess. Let me look at the. Yes, uh, yes, it's his fifth. Thank you, Wes. I can, I can, I can go ahead and tell you. Yeah, it's his fifth. fifth. Yeah. But he played. Long. So uh, Reed Herring was the quarterback. Yeah. And Holden played as a freshman. Yeah. So what year was that? Like seventeen. We were trying to like he had four games where he could play and not burn his red shirt, and we were trying to be careful. That oh year. yeah, I remember that. He did come in for the Carolina game. That's where he had his opening 
touchdown. Because we all said if he'd have played the year the week before against A and T, they would have won. Who knows if that's true? Oh, yeah. but that's what we said. Uh, so Ayler's first action came in eighteen. Uh, Ten games, five starts as a true freshman. Played in 19, played in 20, and played in 21. So this would be his so, fourth year as a full-time starter. And fifth year playing. Yep. Right. 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21. Yeah. All right, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, man, I'm still going shank, but ideally. But uh, – that's cool. It's like he's like uh, Van Wilder in the, uh, in, in the football. In the <laughs> he has been around a while. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. All right. I'm not jealous. Five years. Good time. You would want to stay in college that long? If you, I think we talked about that. Like, if yeah. you had the extra COVID year, would you have jumped to the pros or come back another year? Mm. And then we had to factor in too that Ruffin McNeil got fired. They brought in a new oh, coach. Oh, that's right. And I think I said so. I, you probably you'd have to talk to Scotty Montgomery yeah. and those coaches. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna leave. Leave with Ruff. I think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, if Ruff was retained, oh, then be back another year for sure. Right. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Williams joining us. All right, Wes. So five second game. It's very simple. Okay and we're gonna do what we're gonna do here first we're gonna the the category is gonna be music but it's gonna be you can name a band a group an artist a song an album but anything and we're gonna give you a letter so you'll see us play it i'll I'll start it and i'll ask one of you a question and you have five seconds to answer the question okay after if you answer incorrectly you're out if you answer correctly it is then your turn to ask the question okay so the the broad category here is music but you can make it as detailed of a question as you'd like Mm -hmm. but i'm going to start it out easy and i'm just going to ask chandler to name a musician or music group that begins with the letter b uh boston okay Mm, nice got that in five Mm -hmm. seconds so now it is on chandler to ask somebody Name a uh, Bryce. Name a classic rock band with the letter J. Journey. Boom. Wow, well done. That's the one I was well thinking. Well done, Bryce. Of. Nice. All right. Okay. I guess my. So we're doing bands. Yeah, we're just doing music. Music. Be music. Whatever. Album. Band, and you can make musician. the question as broad or as specific as you okay, like. Okay. I'll do. I'll think. I'll specify things. Uh, I guess I'll do. It could be artist, band. Music. Okay. Just trying to Should help. I explain it to Bryce or Wes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wes, name a band in the Now this is the first time playing. So Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Take it a little easy. Name a band. Name an artist in the an eighties country artist that starts with the letter G. George Jones. There we there go. Out of boy, Wes. All right, now you can ask anybody any question. Okay. Music related. All right, clip. Uh, oh, na- <laughs> uh, name a uh, oldies artist um, that starts with the letter W. An oldies artist. Oldies, yeah. like what genre? Just any. Will Wilson Pickett. Will Williams. 
What? Well, well, what? Is that somebody? Are you being yeah. Willie well, Nelson? It is. That, yeah, it is, but that was not what I was... Oh, it don't have to be what you're thinking okay, of. Yeah, that's not, yeah, yeah that's it correct. doesn't have to be what you're thinking of. Who did I say? Wilson Pickett, that's right. I don't even know who that is. Will Wilson? I don't that's know. That's us sitting on the deck. No. Uh, I'm not sure. Wilson Pickett, uh, old singer-songwriter. All right. <laughs> you're right. Ah, Mustang Sally in the Midnight Hour. Yes. All right. Yeah. Here we go. All right, Bryce. 90s country music act artist or band that begins with the letter now i gotta remember that i need to know one right um d d dwight yoakam okay is diamond rio a thing yes okay that's what i was thinking yeah diamond rio they're a good one yeah um all right chandler name a 2000s okay boy band okay. that starts with the letter N. New Kids on the Block. That's two th- that's not 2000. Nine, five, <laughs> four, um, three. sync. Yes! Yeah, At the horn. <laughs> Just got it in. That's what I was thinking. Yep. Alright, Wes. Okay. Name a country music artist from back in the day with the letter W. Winona. Nice. Yeah, Winona Judd. Yeah. Okay. All right, there we go. All right, you're in. Okay. Let's go with uh, Bryce. We're gonna go we're gonna stay country. See, okay. see if you can get see if you can get this one. He's gone country. All right. <laughs> Female artists from the sixties, seventies, and eighties. Okay. <laughs> with a letter D. Jeez, I'm not that old. Uh, that uh, Deanna Carter? I don't know. I don't think she's. Now, that, think she's now, now she was the '90s, but did she hit the '80s? Did she hit the no. '80s. I was hoping I was going to go Loretta Lynn, but he said little letter D. Yeah, Deanna Carter. '89. Uh, 96 is what Dang. I got for her first <laughs> album. Who are you thinking, Dolly Parton? Oh, oh dang yeah that was a good West one the dang, i'm the expert at this thing dang now. um <laughs> that's a good one All but right, now West. did we explain the, the west that it could be the start of the first or the last name right uh, that uh, yeah. yeah uh west is still on you to ask the question because bryce is out all right all right, <laughs> all right uh no ringer dang yeah you got goodness. me there okay um let's say we got music all right um Chandler, all right. Uh, give me a <laughs> uh, give me a country artist um, that starts with a letter A. Um, I'm going to go Lady A, Lady Antebellum. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That starts with an L, but no, but no, no, no um, um, A is fine. Yeah, because it's it, uh, it's part it's of not it. Lady. It, they're not just Lady. They're Lady Antebellum. Right, Lady A. Ah, All I right. know what you mean. <laughs> the name who, of the who, band who are you thinking starts of? with the L. Alabama. Ah. Me too. That's a good one. So it depends how flexible you are, because like, they're not just lady; they're Lady Annabellum. Sure, so, I'm just going by how starts with. Right, but, but but they're now Lady A. They can't go by that other name. Now. Uh, and it starts with the L. Uh, Both of them do. No, 
All right, I'll be out. Hey, I'll no, be out. No, 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 you got through saying a person's name, right. not the band name. Okay, you said oh, it could be any word. That's exactly what what come out of your mouth just a Actually, few minutes ago. Actually, Chandler said that, and he's <laughs> talking. Word. He's talking about a person's name. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean a band. I'm out. I it, it is down right. to West High. You're, you're and asking me. Go ahead, from all the marbles. And now okay. I can pretty I, much use any letter of the alphabet for anything. So I'm gonna win. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Hey, come on. Really, really stump him, Wes. Really stump him. Come, come on, on. Think hard. Okay. All right. Uh, this artist uh, starts with a C. Uh, Carter. Deanna Carter. <laughs> okay. I mean, you Go didn't on. even give me a year yeah, or yeah. nothing. <laughs> or I, I couldn't even. I shouldn't have said a country star. I could have said anything. Uh, yeah. All right, Wes, give me a rapper uh, whose name starts with the letter S. Um, oh, okay. Um, 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 all right, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of this. All right, I was, I was looking for Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Uh, and I have defeated the best. I yes. gotta tell you, yeah. Wes, hey, Wes. I was really hoping <laughs> you would win. <laughs> Damn thing. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's play another round, and this time you can ask anything you want. Okay. So, uh, since I won, I'll start. Bryce. Name a Super Bowl champion in the, within the last five years. Oh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is correct. Boom. Right on. Okay. Mm, there's a lot of options I can go here. So yeah. It's just a free-for-all. Okay. I'm going I'm to try and stump Chandler here. Um, name and... Coming after you. Name a sushi restaurant <laughs> that starts with the letter W. Oh, Wasabi 88. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be so much. That was good. That was yeah. good. How to get him churning. Uh, let's go. Wes Hines. Yes. Name a breakfast food mm. that starts with C. Cheese toast. <laughs> Got Ask an answer. I was looking for country ham, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking cereal. <laughs> All right, Wes. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, clip. Um, give me. Um, this is gonna be uh, interesting. Okay, give me a movie. Okay. That starts with the letter S. Saving Silverman. Oh, nice. That's a good one. I don't even know if I I've seen were, it. I thought you were going to say Saving Private Ryan. Me too. Oh, yeah. Uh, saving him, too. Never heard of the when you mentioned yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Chan Man, name a past or present NBA coach whose first or last name starts with the letter D. Um, Mike D'Antoni. Ah, all right. That the could next, be relevant. The next Hornets head coach. I had Chuck Daly on my brain. Chuck Daly. All right, you're up. Let's go Bryce, mm. college football coach. Mm. Now, nah, I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. College basketball coach. <laughs> First or last name, letter C. Mm. Ch- 
Charles Woodson. <laughs> Not only did no. he no college basketball. Oh, I was thinking of. Um, Never mind. I was thinking that UCLA coach. Oh. Charles Woodson was a... <laughs> John Wooden? John Wooden. John Wooden. That's close. Charles oh. Woodson won the Heisman. That's right. did not coach uh, basketball after that. Steve Hill says, for West, the name of Duck Brand. <laughs> a Duck Sauce Brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chandler, you're up. Um, clip. What? Let's go past or present Washington Redskin slash football team slash commander that starts with the letter M. M. Mike Sellers. That's good enough. I guess. Fullback, I, number 45. Yeah, we'll take your word for that. All right. I was thinking, Mark, it wasn't Mark Brunel, one of y'all's. Yeah, Mark Rippin was. Mark May was just an offensive line. Uh, I should have, you should have just said Mark. Name seven marks. <laughs> yeah. All right, Wes. Yes. Name a vegetable that starts with the letter R. Uh, that would be uh, shoot. Um, uh, forget it. Rutabaga. 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 That's what I was thinking. I was going I Rutabaga. I couldn't think. And also, uh, while he was thinking, radish came to the brain oh, as well. Wow, yeah. Rutabaga is what I thought about, but yep. I cannot think of it. Rob, the tip of your tongue. Yep. All right, Chandler. Name a mode of transportation that starts with the letter T. Uh, train. <laughs> <Nice>. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Serve Bryce, that name no, a 90s movie. I'm out. I'm out. Name it. Oh, you're out? Yeah, Charles Woodson's out. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Clip. Name a 90s movie. A movie that was released in the 90s. Easy. That was, that starts with the letter T. The... <laughs> uh, uh, t- Terry t- taking taking private ride taking Titanic where was Titanic taking Ryan's oh, private nice where was Titanic it sunk just like my game oh, the champ yeah, man wins champ. well done well okay. done all right we want to run one more round or uh, take a break Wes oh, let's take one let's do one more all right yeah Chandler you lead it off all right. Is this anything? I guess so. Yeah. Let's go variety. with anything. Again. Anything. Like anything. Variety. Yeah. All right. Wes. Yes. Name an Olympic sport that starts with the letter B. Bobsledding. Boom. Boom. That's, that's the one that I was, was thinking nice. of. Good job, Wes. That's the one I was thinking of. way to think on your toes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, clip. Yo. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, name a hurricane past with a letter F. All right, so we're talking uh, real hurricane? Yes. Okay, Hurricane mm-hmm. Fran. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh, okay. Nice. I was thinking Florence. Me, the most I was Floyd. Thinking Floyd. Yeah. Floyd. Yeah. That was pretty good. All right, Bryce, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the fruit category. Okay. Ooh. Name a fruit that starts with the letter P. Peach. Okay. Mm-hmm nice I, I was thinking passion fruit oh god oh wow yeah a lot of passion out of clip <laughs> <laughs> okay chandler i'm about to dag him rain on the champ <laughs> knocking the champ off his throat to be the best you got to beat the best bryce <laughs> name a lake 
in Florida that starts with the letter letter O. Uh, lake in Florida. <laughs> That's specific. Um, <laughs> Orlando, Lake Orlando, Okeechobee. How did you not know? What did I not think of that? Now, Bryce, I was going to say Ocala, but that's probably like Like a city or something. Uh, I mean, that that was very mean of you to do that. No, he's out. out. He's way out. I'm out. I I couldn't dominate the game. Do that again (laughs) for me and Wes. Okay. (laughs) Actually, let's see. Okay. I think it's pretty good. I'm going to see how good Wes is in guns. Okay. Okay, Wes, name a brand, you know, make of a, you said that just, you know, random like gun company um, that starts with the letter S. Swiss and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. Swiss and Met. He was fired up. Swiss and Pepper Jack G. Smith and Wesson. There we go. You got it within five seconds. Swiss and Wesson. Swiss and Wesson. Swiss and Wesson. That's pretty good. All right, Wes. All right, I'm out. Okay. All right. Man. Okay. Man, this is hard to just think of a question other than music. I got a good one lined up. Okay. All right. Okay, give me a uh, clip. Give me a sport that starts with the letter S. A sport, soccer. Okay, that's nice. right. Bryce, Uh-oh. name a county in North Carolina that starts with the letter G. Ooh. Gaston County. Ga- Ga- yeah, Ooh. Gaston? Is that, ah. Mm. Yep, that's it. Yep. Gaston. You're in. I was thinking green. We're neighbors to green. Oh, could have done green. There's a bunch of them, actually. Gaston is... Uh, I've been to Lake Gaston as a kid. Yeah. Lake I tried Gaston. to ski and... I held on to the thing underwater, and it was just dragging me, and I forgot to let go. I was like, stop doing that. Oh, yeah, I got to let go. All right, Bryce, you're up. I'm up. Okay. Wes. Yes. Name a, and below the, uh, a city, no, capital, Mm -hmm. below the Bible Belt, that Mm -hmm. starts with the letter l oh now okay. what is the bible belt okay. uh, the south i guess just the below south. the south oh you no. mean like below the bible yeah okay um, that's uh, in the south yeah okay all right your five seconds starts now yeah, Go. all right uh i'm gonna say louisville i'm wrong but anyway is louisville in the bible? uh i think louisville is, is it a capital louisville oh. I, I, I don't think I don't think capital. it's the capital of Kentucky. I'm, might be like what? What were you thinking of? Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, there you go. I thought. Yeah. All right, Bryce. Name a U.S. president with the last name. Do I get to go again? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I should be out no, for messing let's up the rules. See. <sighs> I'm gonna think of a sports thing. Maybe I know something that Clip doesn't know in the game world of sports okay where oh <laughs> where <laughs> i was thinking over there i was thinking of a trivia this is not trivia this is um hey we could go it's five second game so it's freestyle question you could ask a where can we do that yeah. okay where did jimmy graham grow up 
Oh, Goldsboro. Yeah. Okay. I thought you made me that. Yeah. That's a good question. Good question. I kind of like trivia. Okay. Bryce, you have five seconds to tell me. Uh, U.S. president whose first name started with the letter R. Ronald Reagan. Okay. Singer Richard Nixon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like trivia. Can we do trivia? Five you can do whatever you game? want. I got five uh, seconds to answer whatever you ask. Okay, let's see. Where? Mm, that's actually going to This is gonna be hard. Um, okay. Name. I'm, I'm going to do. I'm going to do. Just bounce back. Name one fish in the ocean. This is salt water. It starts with the letter a and i think we've talked about this before albacore tuna yeah does that count yeah albacore. wow what were you thinking amberjack okay yeah all right bryce name the uh yeah five seconds to name the second planet from the sun oh gosh that is i think it goes mercury first no mars oh gosh i'm going mm, mars i believe it is venus I thought Venus was cold. How's the song go? So on uh, Say by the Bell, uh, Screech learned it by going, um, and it's MV, I want to say, and Mercury's one. But I'll uh, have to look Scott, it up. Scott, Maryland. Uh, Mars on the Scott other side, Venus. isn't it? Yeah. Right. All right. Venus. Wow. There you go. Venus. Venus. Take a break, Wes. All right, bud. Uh, that so was there you fun. Go. Five second game. Yeah, so Wes, do well done, my friend. So it's five well, second I game did. from trivia now rather than letters. Yeah, letters is just kind of a jumping off point, but we could do whatever. It's, it's, you just have five seconds to answer. It's gonna be genre too. Yeah. I like the genre part of it. Picking a specific genre. Yeah. All right, Wes, uh, you did great. Thank you. Uh, we will take a timeout. Come back. Have more for you on Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Alrighty, welcome back to the program. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Booty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visit beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now it's time for a stock market report. Here's Wes Hines. And the Dow Jones closed this afternoon up 641 points at 30,530. The Nasdaq opened or closed um, today at um, up 271 at 11,069. And the S&P 500 closed at 90 points above at 3,765. And 
that's been a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Clip Rock. All right. The pinnacle of radio, Chandler and Wes reading live off a sheet of paper. You don't get any better than that. Now, Chandler, you said something that jogged my memory. I think you were trying to say Booty Bar one of those times, but you said Booty Bar. Booty Bar. Which reminds me, we need to open up the booty bag, and we got like four minutes to do it. Oh, wow. So, Wes, open it up right now. Booty, 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 booty. What are we giving away? Booty, 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 booty. It's going to be a pair of tickets to the Denny's Wood Ducks. Oh, we talked about the Woodies earlier. Bryce, you need to take your boys, your dogs out there Sunday Mm. for dogs and dogs. So, let's do the first caller at 317-1250 right now wins the tickets. 317-1250 sounds like there it is. Bam! And Wes, you can go and hit the music down, or Chandler, and we'll uh, wrap up the show here because I forgot to open up the booty bag here today, but we got it in before the horn. So, uh, good stuff. All right, Bryce, uh, what's on your docket for this week? The rest of the week? Um, Possibly trying to do some motor deals. Jay's want to get a go from Yamaha back to a Mercury, so maybe trying to do that. And Much then, like Alan Jackson, he's crazy about a Mercury. He's crazy about it for sure. Yeah, and uh, so maybe just some of that, and then obviously make sure everything's rolling with the houses. And then uh, parents are coming in town this weekend. Probably trying to take dad fishing. Possibly mom may join, and then go okay. out on the boat because Anna will be out of town. So you know, some good stuff. How's uh, married life going on? Good. No, yeah, no big good. squabbles or anything. Yeah, I'm doing my best. You said how good of a husband I, I am the other day. So. That's awesome, bro. That doesn't you know, shock me at all. Well, thanks. I, I do my best to try and make her life easy. What relationship advice would you give uh, to Chandler Honeycutt as he's out there? Mm. A lot of fish in the sea. He's searching for his amberjack. And uh, let's what, see what. <laughs> What advice? <laughs> You're searching for an Amber Jack. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Deep, deep advice. Hey, Amber, I'll be your Jack. Hey, use that line. Yeah. No, nah, don't do that. I Bryce, what advice I do you have? I would say look for a girl who's selfless. Yeah, selfless. Right? Doesn't, like look, she's uh, She cares about others. Cares about others. Yeah. Um, and then when you're in the relationship, pick your battles. Yeah. Yeah. What's important to get upset about versus, or address, you know, not to be upset about it. And uh, yeah, I'd say definitely like pick your battles there and find a girl who's selfless and obviously pretty. Okay. <laughs> this was a mistake. Yeah, that's she like has to be pretty. That, that's like uh, asking me for, uh, for advice. I don't know why I went to Bryce and not you. Well, you Wes, Wes, quick! We have two minutes. What is your? Oh, why did you relate? play the outro music so early? <laughs> Are you ready to go home? We got two minutes. Who's our winner? No, no, no it's real. Only one minute. Who's our lucky winner of the uh, Down East Wood Ducks ticket? It's uh, Pam Odom of Winterville. All right, All right way to go, Pam. Um, Wes, wrap up the show. What advice do you have for Chandler? As he's searching for Love his advice. Love advice. Yeah. Take your time. There's a, there's more to life than a woman. That, that's pretty good advice. Wow. Damn good right there. But yeah. you don't want to die alone. <laughs> that, that is damn Take good. Take your time, but you know, he's still I mean, young. this is a guy this is coming from a guy who's yeah. on his third marriage. Yeah. So, yeah. You know all about Take it, Wes. You've walked that aisle and styled and profiled several times. <laughs> all right. Uh all right, Wes, great job. Thank you. Okay.
Chandler. Do it all again tomorrow, baby. We'll see you uh, Wednesday, 3 o'clock. Yes, sir. Bryce, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thank y'all for having me. And thank y'all for tuning in. We will talk to you Wednesday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.